With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Buzzing's all going on in the world of professional wrestling. I am your host, as always, DM, and I am joined by Scarada. Hello. And Alex. Howdy. Uh, why don't we go around the table and see how everyone's week has been. Uh, Scarada, I spoke to you briefly this week, uh, and Alex, I spoke to you briefly yesterday. Uh, big news happened. We'll get to that later on. Uh, so, Strada, how'd your week go? Yeah, I'm... Um Still on vacation, so I'm just chilling, having a good time. Nothing else uh, has, has happened, so um, I'm pretty pleased by that. So, um, status quo for me. And Alex? Um, it's fucking hot. It's like, they said, um, I believe they said in Tyler, which is not right here, but a little, it's about two hours away, um... Is number two in hotness in recorded history. So that's not like, oh, that's number. That's just the hottest since you know fifty years ago, or the hottest since a hundred years ago. That's the hottest in recorded history since we were started writing down history. It's never been that hot. So it's like, wow, that's pretty fucking hot. You know, I, I watched something very, very disturbing yesterday i i found it on youtube and it was the entire i don't know why i watched it but it was the entire three hour tape from that uh fucking thing in columbine in uh, colorado that that whole surveillance tape from the cafeteria and uh it was like i was watching watching the camera changed angle and then you could see like a cloud it was almost white i said what the fuck happened and then you could see like those two dudes coming in, throwing homemade bombs or well, what the fuck it was, and blowing shit up, and they they were spraying bullets all over the place. It was fucking disturbing to see. Fuck oh shit! Ass white kids. Yeah, I mean those two <laughs> those two dudes would be like thirty four today if they ever did what they did. But 
I mean, how, which guy uploaded that kind of footage? Do you remember how they wanted to blame video games because he played... Yeah, Doom. they blamed Doom for it. Yeah, he made Doom maps that were similar to the uh, the school he went to. Mm. And so they wanted to blame Doom. And it's like, oh, fuck off. Look, I can make a Doom map of my school. It doesn't mean I'm going to go and shoot it up. <laughs> you know, there no. has to be something going on in your brain that's telling you, I should go shoot people. Yeah. And that's not normal. <laughs> that doesn't just happen to normal people. Yeah. You know, I, I got to ask you, Dim. You you're working with kids nowadays. Uh, I've been working with with kids. You've been work, yeah, and you're still working uh, in the cafeteria. How how is the school uh, prepared for something like that today? And when, since all of those we're not shooting, you're not. We're not. <laughs> so you can you can literally take a weapon inside the school. They have no, no you, metal. The weapon. You're, you're gonna get a weapon. You're gonna get a weapon in. There's really no. You know, way around it. You know, there are metal detectors and video surveillance. And, and, no, uh, no, there's none of that. Where I'm at, there isn't. Um, you know, some huh. schools have that, yeah, but I, I don't do. think most of them do. I mean, if you see, uh, I, I don't you know, know. It's been ages since I've been to a school. You know, you know what? The, the fucking thing is that, uh, on that documentary I saw about Columbine that they said that the police were too chicken shit to do anything to go inside the building and take those guys down. They were like outside, uh, aiming their weapons at the school. Shouldn't they like go in because they were bigger in force to take those guys down? They were only two guys. Okay, they have they had like shotguns, uh, automatic weapons, uh, but shouldn't the SWAT team go right in and kill those two <laughs> guys? Here's the thing, and you know, then this, and I've said this before. You know, in, in circles, you push somebody and you push somebody and you push somebody and you push somebody. Eventually, they're gonna snap. Yeah. And when they snap, um, I don't want to say I don't feel sorry for the victims, but yeah, it's I, un- like, I, I, mean, I understand I why they did it, but I don't excuse it. But no, no, no. But they blamed. They blamed like the guys, the jocks. They said, you know, that who was wearing white caps and other stuff, and they were blaming the school. But this, they didn't shoot everybody. They shoot. They, I think, they let two or three guys off the hook because the other guy, I think, the guy was Eric, who knew two guys, and he said, "Go home," or. Uh, the other guy, Dylan, he didn't shoot another guy per se because he knew the guy and he liked the guy. So he said, like, okay, run. That's why we have all this this new studying on, like, all the new studying. All these yeah. new studies on bullying and what it does to the psyche and stuff because, I mean, we're not excusing what these kids did. What they did was awful. But, yeah. But... They may have never done that had they had had they had friends and people liked them and they were popular. But I mean, I yeah, mean, because they people, were outsiders. They, they, yeah, if they, they weren't if they weren't the kids that everybody you know fucked with, they may never they may never have gone to those extremes. No, but I mean, those guys, how could they get a hold of weapons? I mean, they were underage. I'm, you have to be underage to buy weapons. Not really. Thing. You can get them wherever you want. It's not that hard. And and I, 
and uh, I hear this, you know, a lot. How do they get them? It's easy. How do uh-huh. underage people get alcohol? Uh, they parents. do. You, Family you find relate. somebody who has it. Somebody somewhere has what you want. Yeah. All you really got to do is, you know, go looking, and if the price is right, and don't forget, they were building pipe bombs, you know, in their basement. You know, yeah. and everyone's pointing the blame at, you know, Marilyn Manson and, you know, and video games and all this shit. But, you know, and and I was an advocate, you know, at the time, screaming and yelling, going, no, it had nothing to fucking do with fucking video games. Because at the end, there was a high score. So, they didn't like that. Um, <laughs> you know, video games has got fucking nothing to do with violence. Music has got nothing to do with fucking violence. It's nothing more than just culture clash. What it was is a bunch of adults who went, uh, blame something we don't like. Rubber, 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 rubber. Exactly. It's like that, uh, those three guys who were locked up in jail for something they didn't do. Those three guys that uh, allegedly killed those little kids in uh, West Memphis in, uh, was it West Memphis, Arkansas? Uh, those, you know those, West Memphis 3. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. Yeah, they were locked up uh, for half of their life for something they didn't do because they were, they were, their clothing was different. They listened to Metallica and and everything and said, "Oh, they're Satanists. Uh, we they are they are to blame. They Man. are the guilty ones." America and I'm proud to be an American, but I hate the people. I I hate the how social media has taken over. How Americans as a whole have just become, and if I am insulting you people, I don't care. I hate that you're all pussies. I Honestly, agree. I hate the fact that if I wear the color green, I've insulted half the population. I hate the fact that if I listen to Metallica on the radio, all the Christians turn a blind eye and they're all, oh God, no. I'm so fucking. I'm a Christian, I like Metallica. But you get, but <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> You know, it, it's just so fucking annoying that you can't say anything or do anything without offending people. No, and it's like, grow a fucking set. Fucking anything without offending somebody nowadays. I mean, there's, I mean, because it's just, that's how people are. It's all about political correctness and... And, and, and we're doing... Yeah, and we're doing... You can't, you can't, you can't do anything. Everybody yeah. will just find something to complain about. Yeah, and those uh, West Memphis Three guys—they live like in a religious town, small town. And if you look, if you look different, and you listen to mu- music that isn't church or Christian style of music, you you supposed to be—I mean, like Satanist, a paganist. Uh, <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with being a like pagan. If, you, if, I you're, mean, if you're religious, oh. you're going to piss off an atheist. If you're an atheist, you're going to piss off a religious person. If you're yeah. If you're a man, you're going to piss off a feminist. <laughs> I mean, you just you can't be anything without offending someone. What if the better if there were no religion at all? I well, mean, that's, that's a story. I don't agree with that, but here's how I look at it: If I offend you, fuck off. I don't honestly. I don't care. I have been labeled as a genuine jaded asshole, and you know what? I don't care because back when I was growing up, you said you suck. You got your ass kicked, but Mm. You know, it wasn't, you suck, oh, well, how dare you, you put psychological horror and terror on my child, it's like, I said he sucks! 
Why the fuck yeah. is this turning into a goddamn council? What the fuck is going on? Now you're questioning my sexuality and, and if <laughs> my parents abused me and if there's a if, if I'm taking drugs. What well, the fuck out of here? I'm dead. You can't even be straight anymore. And I cannot believe I'm saying this. But if you go on Facebook or Twitter or any social media and say, I'm straight and I'm proud, you will be fucking ostracized for being straight. <laughs> I swear to God. Yeah. I never thought I'd see the day where I go, oh, I knew there was going to be backlash. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, no. They consider, they consider being, and, and here's the thing, if you're a white straight male, they consider that like easy mode for life. Like, oh, you've got it so easy. You're white and you're straight and you're a male. You know what? You, you don't know made. anything. You don't know anything about hardships or, or you know, bigotry. You're just, you've got everything going for you and it's just, it's ridiculous. It's, and, and it, I mean, and it goes, it just goes on and on and on. Like You can't. If you're normal nowadays, and I, normal isn't the right word, that makes that makes me sound like a jackass, and I hate that that makes me sound like a jackass. I, I mean, what, what is normal? I mean, what is normal? normal? There is no normal. normal. And, uh, no. For some people, taking it up the ass is normal. For some people, punching yeah. children is normal. For some people, being a veterinarian is normal. There is no fucking definition of normal, you know, to, to, in the whole parameter of psychology and psychosis. There is no definition of normal. You know, it's it's just it's bizarre that you can't do anything, you can't say anything, you can't wear anything, you can't listen to anything without pissing somebody off to the point where we're all going to just kill each other. I'm okay, telling you, okay. this whole fucking country, and it'll be America first, is going to just they're going to just blow each other up. I did a, and I all that'll be left is John Cena. Oh yeah, <laughs> that gated. I, I did a video a while back that basically said that. Like, if you take out religion and all that shit, the problem is, um, it's not religions per se, it's people liking things that you don't like. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Like, you could get rid of religion, you could get rid of, you could make everybody males or females, you could make everybody wear the same shirt, but somebody would find some way to hate somebody else. It's, it's a difference of opinion that causes war. Somebody can you, can you would be like, would be like, I mean, everybody can be completely the same, and one day somebody sees one insignificant, tiny little thing, and they're like, "I fucking hate that guy. Let's go to war over this." That's, I, I remember. Sorry, sorry to cut you off, Alex, but I, I mean, a couple, if, if you back the clock, let's say back to the late '90s, I mean, there were a different world back then. They weren't like this PC thing. You could say whatever you want. You didn't offend anyone because when I was growing up, I was around 18 or 19. I mean, you could say whatever you want. It, it was another, you could play with music, whatever you want. Nobody was offended about whatever you played the music, whatever you wear. It was totally different. And as soon as we got into the, after like, uh, when the, did this PC world come about, really, and, in the last six, seven years, maybe. Here's what I think. Really here's, what, here's what I think. What happened? You have people that grew up in the 20s. Well, when we have kids, you know, we're going to raise them like this. And then those kids were going, well, my parents were way hard on me, you know, or my, you know, all it is is it's a generation fighting against the generation that rose them. That's yeah. all it is. So with this constant flip flop. 
you know, this generation was too easy, or this generation was too hard, or this generation was too easy, or this generation was too hard. It's a constant battle between generations. Unfortunately, I think from the 70s on, it's just gotten softer. And I'm not going to fucking sit here on a goddamn soapbox and say, you know, this generation sucks. No, this generation has come out with a lot of impressive stuff and has actually made our lives a lot better. But to the same effect, you can't say God bless you without taking a cap in the ass. Yeah. It's like, bless you, you motherfucker, we're going to war. It's like, what the hell? (laughs) For For instance, me, who was growing up in the late 70s. Uh, born in the late 70s, and our generation... (laughs) (laughs) For me, it was another culture clash. I mean, uh, it was an easy life. Now, I think the the, the kids who were growing up in, let's say, the late uh, late 80s, I mean, 85 to 90 to 2000, they have a rough patch, I must say. Uh, I don't know about you, Alex, but... Well, there are rough patches, you know, in every yeah, generation. Yeah, yeah. I just think, again, it's a matter of this generation, you know, you know, our parents, you know, mm-hmm. they, they rose us and, you know, we only had, you know, four gig speeds. The fuck is this? Bullshit. My cell phone should be able to do this, this, and this, not call people. Oh, what the fuck? I can just imagine 10 years from now, we're going to have cell phones that can just about do every fucking thing, and they're going to look at the phones that we have now and be like, the hell, that's ancient technology. Yeah. People I are going to look at the PlayStation 4 and say it's outdated technology. Hmm. I mean, for me... Yeah, for even me, for, for even me. in my generation, when I was growing up, even then, we weren't really PC. We, I mean... We all said all kinds of awful shit to each other, and we didn't have... I mean, that was when most people nobody didn't took have internet or computers and stuff, because it was... While it existed, it was still expensive. Yeah, and and uh, nobody took offense. Well, I think yeah. people took offense, but not to the point to where they got, you know, fucking machine guns and started, you know, mowing down, yeah. you know, church buildings. It's, it's yeah. at that point where bullying is such a hot topic, and I just want to go, no, it's not. Bullying has been around since cavemen times. Mm. It's nothing fucking new. If, I mean, I mean, if you people wouldn't be so fucking sensitive about every fucking thing in your life and grow a set. And I know there are some people out there that get bullied all the time. And if this offends you again, I'm sorry, but don't deal with those fucking people. You know, this generation has gotten so fucked up that you can say, oh, God, you look fat. And then they be they commit suicide it's like are you fucking serious yeah that's not i wouldn't even consider that bullying i i think bullying is when somebody shoves you into like a wall and starts punching you in the face and then everybody laughs at you or something or or throw you in a in a in in this in the snow or something or yeah uh, yeah or if you have a or if you have a staph infection for six months and you refuse to get it looked at by somebody else (laughs) (laughs) I can tell you this. I mean, for me growing up, as I said, during the 70s, late 70s and the 80s, uh, my dad, for instance, and, and mom, I mean, both were very strict, but they were very fair in the same time. So I had a lot of respect for them. I didn't do much shit. So uh, I grew up as a normal guy uh, with good standards and, and such. So I haven't done any illegal stuff during my <laughs> lifetime, so I haven't mowed down anyone with a car 
or shot anyone or any stuff like that. So um, it, it, I think it's about the upbringing, uh, how the parents for those two kids, as we go back to those two kids from the Columbine thing, I think those ki- I think the parents are to blame also. They should be more on to their kids and look what they had. Well, in that's the not even an answer either because there are parents that are so on top of their kids, they still fucking freak out. And oh, yeah. kill people. There, there is no right or wrong way to parent mm. someone. But I think in this society where, you know, you can't be white anymore, or you can't mm. be black, or you can't be Mexican, or you can't be gay or straight, it's like you can't win. You mm. cannot win being a human fucking being. And, you know, it's at that point where, and I see this, you know, every once in a while, you know, kids will say, oh, well, she's this or she's that or he's this or he's that. And it's mm. like, okay, give it in three days. I'm bringing my goddamn riot gear because someone's going to kick down the door and start killing people because they wear Nike shoes. Look, look so at like, that. We've gotten to that fucking point, And I go, what the hell happened? Yeah, and look at the kid who I recently watched yesterday about that guy, that Korean kid who mowed down his uh, fellow students at the Virginia Tech massacre. You know that uh, Korean guy, Chu or something? I haven't caught up much on... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, he, he was There's like, enough going on in, in the America that, yeah, that gets was, me he, holding my head. Now we're were complaining lab- about killing a fucking lion. Yeah, he was, he was labeled as a, a, could you say, semi-mute. You know that uh, expression, semi-mute. He doesn't he, talk. He, he, he seldom talked. But when he talked, he talked, and then he could be silent, you know, and groaned, and mm, yeah. So he was messed up in the head, and uh, oh my god. Here's what I'm saying. If you people are being bullied, this is young adults, young children, whatever. If we have young children listening to the show, wow. If you're being bullied, go tell somebody don't take to social media don't go on to webmd and don't go to these goddamn forums that say oh you should kill yourself because life is sucks and this bullshit mm-hmm. don't fucking do that goddamn tell somebody and don't be a dick about it either you know don't just stand up for yourself swear to god stand up and say you know what fuck this shit if you get your ass kicked you get your ass kicked if you tell Punch the guy well, I'm not saying, you know, go punching people, but... No, but... But, uh, but the love of God, we live, you know, we live in a society where someone will pick on somebody and they won't tell nobody, and you ask, well, what's wrong? No, that's wrong! It's like, why are you cutting yourself? I don't know! It's like, what's wrong with you people? Just fucking tell someone, get the issue resolved, and if you don't like what someone is wearing, if you don't like what someone's saying, and if you don't like what someone's doing, fucking ignore them! I gotta ask you, Dan. Fuck the fuck away! You know what I mean? Honest to God. Imagine if you're watching TV and you don't like what's on. You continue to watch it? No, you change the fucking channel! This is a question for both of you guys. Uh, Have you been uh, bullied in your childhood? I mean, during school? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay, what did you do about the situation? I had one of two options. I either fucking ignored it because, honestly, I didn't give a shit. It's like, I don't care. Fuck it. Or I picked the motherfucker up, put him in a trash can, and kicked him down the street. All right. <laughs> I was blessed with being six foot one in sixth grade, so yeah, there weren't you a lot of people okay. that fucked. I was me. a short, skinny kid. I'm six foot or six. Excuse me. I wish I was six foot. I'm five foot six. So, and I was a skinny kid. You know, I didn't get I didn't get to be heavy till probably around high school or so. Mm-hmm. And so, 
There wasn't a ton I could do. I would usually just tell people off, and and if they got if they tried to hit me, knock me around, I would just be like, "Fuck you!" And I mean, it it never really got to me though. I mean, I guess it was because I mean, I don't know. I, I, eventually, I got to a point where I started trying to fight back, and and tried started trying to stick up for myself. And I think that's I think that's what you need to do. I think you need to stick up for yourself. They always say like pop them like a balloon or something. Then well, you don't want to you don't want to pop them like a balloon because then they'll come back with a knife, and then you better come back with a gun, and then they come back with a bomb, and that's how you know fucking war starts. Um, I right. had witty, quick comebacks. Like, wow, okay. were you up all night pulling your pud thinking of that insult? And if I was the object of your affection, what does that make you? <laughs> I'm going to go play basketball now. Mm. Um, when you come up with a better insult, let me know. And then I throw a <laughs> bottle of lube at him and go think about it. <laughs> I didn't care. I did not care. All right. And sometimes I got my ass kicked. And other times <laughs> they just sat there and went, fuck. <laughs> I was in very few fights, but, I mean, because I didn't like throwing punches. I'm not a, I'm not a guy that likes to hurt people. And uh, so I usually just stuck to throwing people because that way I wouldn't have to hit them. I, I would grab them by the shirt, and this I didn't do it very often because I'm not a fighter. And but like you know, I would just you know I would shove people or grab them and throw them against the wall. I, I and I didn't have to do that often because I tried to stay out of fights even if people wanted to fight me. But you know, if people if it came down to you know. Nitty gritty. If it came down to you know the nitty gritty, yeah, I think it's you should probably look for a friend too. Find somebody who who watch your back. Like I mean, mm. it's 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 not hard to make at least one friend in school that that'll have your back, and you know that's what you need. You need somebody watch your back in case you know somebody brings a knife. And other than that, I mean, you just gotta deal with it. I mean, it'll be over when school's over, and a lot of these people actually grow up, believe it or not. Some don't. Some continue to be, you know, just off. You know that cla but classic thing, you have the bully then you're growing up with, and you meet that uh, high school reunion and say, oh, damn, I was too, I was, I was a douchebag. All yeah, there's years. a lot of them I mean, I'm so sorry for, for they... my behavior. They realized that they were fucking assholes, and yeah, because they were they were hurting themselves. I mean, they they were like miserable pieces of shits themselves, and they or, or they continue to grow up being miserable pieces of shit, and then you come up with a quick insult like, "Oh, the chemo must not be working for you." <laughs> <laughs> At least I no, have or, hair. It's like, or did it hurt when your uncle fucked you? You know, just, oh. just, just throw something at them to just get them to second-guess everything. Like, mm. I came to kick your ass, and you're insinuating that I live in an ancestral home. Do you? No! Can you prove it? I can say that. Then uh, they get so fucked up, they're like, go away! Or they'll come and go, I'll kick your ass. My best comeback is, and I'll bite your dick off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I will I pull down your pants, put your dick in my mouth, and bite it the fuck off. Then I will spit it on the floor, grab your balls, and bite those off. Yeah. So while you may have kicked my ass, you'll never fuck again. Exactly. I could tell you this during my school career. There's no I... comeback to that. Because all no. through the fight, he's thinking he's going to bite my dick off. <laughs> I, I had no problems during my entire school years. Um, so uh, I would never bullied or something like that uh, because I was a uh, pretty large kid. Height, 
weight, power, uh, and I was pretty nice to people, and they liked me for whom I was. So I was pretty lucky to have good classmates all those years. So, uh, and they had my back, most of them. So, and I knew older guys who was older than me, two years older than me. So I had many friends. So if something happened, I just went to them. And if anything was sorted out, no problem. It'd, it'd be I, different for me now because I'm like, you know, heavy as fuck. I just shove them and then sit on them and then they're not going <laughs> to do anything. Because there's no way in hell you're lifting me up. It's not happening. And take but a big crap in I was a skinny kid when I was younger. So. I was always the one in the corner that you didn't really know. <laughs> like, would he fuck somebody up? Then if he did, how would he do it? Mm. Nah, he's got to be harmless, because he has to be harmless. No, I'm, I'm that type. Well. Like, because, you know. Now we got that. Keep them guessing. Yeah, so if you're, if you're yeah. getting bullied, fucking tell somebody. Yeah. Stand up for yourself. You know, stop this this bullshit. And quit blaming, and quit blaming everybody else for your fucking insecurities. Yeah. Honest to God, just get the fuck over get, it. Get some help if you need it. Get some help. Get some friends. Get something. But don't kill yourself. Don't shoot up the school. Yeah. There, exactly. there are better ways to fix this. Yeah, and damn. Uh, do what I do. Play a lot of Mario Kart. <laughs> Get <laughs> fucking frustration out. You know, yeah, that'll work. Mario Kart. Goddamn they... Rainbow Road my ass and there's fucking three of them in the goddamn... You know, you know, you know, guys, the funny thing about Mario Kart, when you play Mario Kart... That that's a game that can really get under your skin. That's a I mean, game that ruins relationships. <laughs> yeah, I mean you you could go in and with a with you could go in playing against your mom and then your mom has disowned you by the time that the, the match is over. It's like get out of my house and never want to see you again. I mean you start out with with like with like a perfect harmony and everybody's happy and having a good time and when you start playing and you start losing and losing and losing it's it don't matter what you're playing I mean a game could get you so mad that you want to punch the wall or <laughs> I'm mean, waiting for, for the day that I turn on the television and go a family of four were playing a game of Monopoly son went batshit crazy and took all of them out I can tell you I'm, I'm waiting for someone to have board game violence. Yeah, with well, family gets so pissed off they landed on boardwalk three times, and that's this is it. You know, I can tell you a funny story about me and another guy and another friend of mine. We were playing an NHL game. I think it was like way back in NHL '96 or '97 when I was a, when I was in uh, what was it high school? You were or only something. 53. Yeah, when I was only 53. <laughs> Fuck you, Alex. <laughs> No, I was sixteen. I was seventeen or eighteen. And this, this other guy, he was he, he was playing with the Dallas Stars, and he was it was his favorite team. I was playing with my favorite team, Blackhawks, and he was losing sixteen sixteen games in a row. <laughs> and the last game, I whooped him like ten to three or something in his in his own arena. And he said, like he 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 dropped the controller. Blew past me out of my room, <laughs> slammed the door, <laughs> and he went home. <laughs> Holy shit, he got so mad. And, and I talked to him the other day at school. Remember, what, what, 
you need anger management, dude. He got shit crazy. Oh, yeah. Some games can really get under your skin. But Mario Kart is fun. Oh, yeah. I, I'm a big, big fan of Mario Kart. Why don't we get into, as we've been talking about bullying and Mario Kart and how pussified America is, why don't we get into the news of the week? Ouch! You can talk about all everything. Yeah, yeah, we've gone like across the board for for everything and all yeah. sorts of shit. Uh, top story this week: Roddy Piper is dead at sixty-one. Wrestling legend Roddy Roddy Piper has died at the age of sixty-one. TMZ Sports, Fox News, CNN, WWE, Yahoo, Google, Facebook, Twitter—every fucking media outlet outside of God, Satan, and creation—have reported on this. Piper, born Roderick George Toombs, passed away from natural causes at a home in Hollywood. I heard it was a heart attack. I don't know. Piper was a wrestling icon, one of the biggest stars in WWE back in the 80s. Piper had been diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma in 2006, but last November he was cancer-free. Roddy was admitted to the Hall of Fame back in 2005 and was one of the top 50 villains in the history of WWE. So, yes, Roddy Piper died Friday afternoon, that was yesterday, this broke like wildfire, and it took an hour and a half before I started seeing, yep, PG kills, it's the PG era, fucking <laughs> killing everybody, so if you're one of those people, you don't even deserve cancer, you deserve solitude, nothing but a lonely shell of solitude where you have no friends, where no one loves you, and you sit there in a corner every fucking day for the rest of your miserable fucking life. PG era did not kill Roddy, Roddy Piper, or Dusty Rhodes, or anybody else that has died in the last ten years. Knock it the fuck off. With that being said, this sucks. This absolutely sucks. We were just talking about him three weeks ago with the podcast thing, and how Piper's been like, Fucking weird, just attacking everybody, and now he dies. So wasn't uh, Hodg- Hodgkin's lymphoma wasn't that the leg he had problem with? I think cancer. yeah, that that was the leg, but yeah. he was cancer right free. Leg. So I don't know if it was cardiac arrest, if it was you know, he just died from old age. You know, nothing's uh, really come I'm out. What I'm hearing is that he had a heart attack in his sleep. Yeah, that's what I heard. So mm. he went Rem- quietly. When we talked about him three weeks ago, I mean, when you were doing the impression of him, he, he talked like. All right, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the Piper Pit. And then he could start yelling at the same moment. Blah, 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 and then go back to that slow voice. You know, he was a unique soul or entity. Strange dude. I mean, I mean, as wrestling goes, I mean, he was the best, one of the best heels I ever seen. That guy could. <laughs> oh my God, he could start a riot. <laughs> What is your, per, on his wrestling career, Damn, uh, you know, the golden era through the 80s? Uh, you know, I'm not going to sit here and be like one of the sheep that says, she's one of the greatest fucking people of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be that. Because no, but I'm not a sheep. But I will no. say that, you know, he died at 61, and Hogan and Flair are still alive. So what they're made out of, I have no fucking clue. Um... 
This comes as a shock because, again, he was talking about on his podcast that he's going to go back on podcast one anyway and and do whatever the hell he wants. He's, you know, he's going to do this. And WWE was talking about, no, he's still got a Legends contract. And, you know, I heard a rumor that Ronda Rousey was eventually going to show up in WWE and Piper was going to be one of the sponsors. Again, a rumor I heard, but it ain't going to happen now. Um, By the way, that fight is happening tonight. Um. Yeah. So yeah. So Rousey versus Corella. Uh, yeah, Corella's gonna die. Uh, I th- this is uh this this sucks. This actually really sucks. Two legends in like a month have died. Mm-hmm. Dusty and Piper. And think about so it. That's... It's three legends in a year because a warrior. Yeah. And the warrior went earlier. I. This means that another eighties icon is about to go. Too, well, I think, run, I think they've run out. Okay. I mean, it's... It, this is this sucks, and I know they're going to probably post, you know, like the Roddy Piper documentary and do like a 10-bell salute on mm-hmm. Raw, so expect to see that. Um, it's just weird that the last three weeks that we remember Piper, he was going batshit. Yeah. So, I, I, I don't want to say it's it's a bad way to go, but... He was going batshit for the last few weeks, and we all wondered what the fuck was up. So maybe he was losing it. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe if you remember, you know, when uh, uh, this is out of topic, but when when Warrior was at the last Raw, you could really see something that he knew. He was so in his promo that he knew that he was maybe going out. And I think uh, he knew he was fucked. That's why he, yeah. You, if you look at him, if his his skin tone was very red. He had high blood pressure. He knew something was wrong with his heart or something. Maybe that was his last hurrah, his last goodbye to the fans. Go and after Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's Broken Skull Ranch. Uh, you know, and again, I don't know. Um, you know, when I think Piper, I think, you know, and I don't go to Coconut. You know, I go to WrestleMania 3, I go to WrestleMania 1, I go to him fighting Mr. T, I go to him fighting Ric Flair, I go to him fighting Bret Hart for that insane Intercontinental title match where they both bad, got Bad News Brown. Bad News Brown. Bad, bad News Brown, he was half black and half white. You know, he was, yeah. he was the quintessential guy that, you know, you can tell him, okay, I want you to jump off the rope, and he's like, okay, I'll jump off the rope while being on fire with a sword in my hand. It's like, no, no, right. Yeah, he, had like, he had, like, classics with uh, Ronnie Garvin and Ric Flair, Tito Santana, for yeah, instance. So we definitely lost a, another legend in this one, and and it sucks. It, it really, really sucks. You no, know, that's strange that one guy that also in the 80s, uh, the Iron Sheik, who... Did a lot of drugs and alcohol. How he's still is he too. still alive? I don't yeah. understand. Well, he's not exactly in the best shape. No. He's not, but he's still survived Piper. You know what I mean? It's And Hogan, that son of a bitch. Hogan. Still alive. Uh, Stanford. Are, are we, we going to talk about Hogan? or? Uh, we might. <laughs> Stanford, Connecticut, 20, two, July 27, 2015. WWE announced today. That SummerSlam will expand from the three-hour show to a four-hour teleclass live on the WWE Network, now beginning at 7 
p.m. ET on Sunday, August 23rd, as SummerSlam joins WWE's annuals Pop Culture Extravaganza WrestleMania. I wouldn't call it pop culture. As the other two events with four hours of live nonstop action emanating from a live sold-out Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. SummerSlam will feature WWE superstars The Undertaker and Brock Lesnar in a rematch of historic WrestleMania proportions. The 30 bout where Lesnar ended The Undertaker's undefeated streak. And in addition, Undertaker doesn't seem too broken up about it, by the way. In addition, WWE Network will also air a one-hour live SummerSlam kickoff show starting at 6 p.m. That makes it four hours. Which makes it four hours, so really the show is really three hours with a one-hour pre-show. But fuck it, it's still four hours by our clock, so suck our dicks. So yay, that's uh, <laughs> SummerSlam is going four hours, probably counting the pre-show. You know, that's going to be an awesome Now, if weekend. it's a one-hour pre-show and a four-hour SummerSlam, holy shit, WrestleMania better be like 12 hours. You know, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, you know, guys, it's going to be an awesome weekend. You know, prior to that Sunday, you have the, the Brooklyn event with NXT that's going to be off the hook, I hope. And every with time, Liger, every time they have an NXT pay-per-view, the following pay-per-view, all the wrestlers are like, we're fucked, we can't follow that. No, and, and Yushin Hunlak, Yushin Van der Liger is like 50 years old and he's gonna out wrestle Tyler Breeze and show his, uh. God, I hope not. <laughs> that would be no, fucking awesome. Liger, but if Liger out wrestles, uh, fucking, yeah. you know, Breeze. Yeah. I mean, I would say, kid, it's time to pack up. <laughs> I mean, he's 50 what? years old. It's, you better have more moves than. But you're gonna watch it. I hope I you. Of course I'm going to watch it, because I want to see Tyler Breeze get his ass get his ass kicked. He's going to win. I, I have a feeling he's going to win. He's it, it's. Gonna... I mean, the guy is. I mean, like his job nowadays is putting over the young guys. So it's yeah. And he's gonna he's gonna p- pick up uh, Liger's dead body and take a selfie with it. <laughs> with the stick. Yeah. The I can't stick. believe those things actually exist. Yeah, yeah. my uh, yeah. one of my. Uh, Nieces got one of those, or step nieces got one of those for uh, her birthday or something. I mean, I'm, I'm looking wow, for. I didn't know those were real. I mean, I for me as you and I, Dan, we, we are both usually like marks. I mean, it, it's going to be awesome to see his palm strike surfboard. Uh, may, maybe he's doing. Uh, well, Breeze would be able to take it. Yeah, um. maybe. I mean, think of the ages. Okay, trying to talk to him. I know. I don't know how much English uh, you should like. He knows. You know, he's been in Ring of Honor, and you know enough. I think he's picked up enough English to where he. I'm almost sure he's going to be fine. Yeah, uh, (laughs) And it might just and it might be a squash match for all we know. Breeze just might come to the ring, shake his ass. You know, Liger will kick, Liger bomb. That's it. Thanks for coming. No, the fans be like, fuck. I mean, I have this wet fantasy to have him wrestle a match on the WWE roster against another guy before he leaves. You might be wishing a little hard. I mean, I have heard of Samoa Joe's name since his debut in NXT. And, like, are they doing anything with Joe or do they forget that he's there? Yeah, he's wrestling Rhino next week. Yeah, sure. Uh, Rey Mysterio mentioned during an appearance at the London Comic Con... That he left WWE on very good terms. He also said that the door is still open for him to make a return in the future. So Rey Mysterio, like, didn't work for WWE for, like, two fucking years. 
and says the doors are open for him to come back. Bullshit. No, get the fuck away. Go away. <laughs> Retire. Back, back to me. You've already I'll killed kill another guy. You've already killed someone. You cannot come back. Get the fuck out of here. Retire. Yeah, it's it's over, dude. Just it's over. Uh, hmm. This was put on the Facebook page. Former WWE superstar CM Punk took part in a Q&A this past Friday. That was actually last week. Uh, during the session, a fan challenged Punk to a fight and suggested that Punk has been ducking him on Twitter. He said, you might remember me from Twitter blowing up you up all the time asking for a fight. Punk responded, you might remember me on Twitter as the greatest Troy McClure that Simpsons never used. The fan then asked, are you a fight? Are you scared to fight me because you know I'll beat your face up? I'll beat your sister's pussycat up. <laughs> Troy McClure. So those, like, of you, those of you that didn't watch the clip, Punk told the fan, your mic is cut. Get the fuck off. You know, get the fuck out of here or some shit. So, yeah, Punk is now dunking fights from Twitter. Like, he couldn't have whooped that guy's ass. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure that he was advised... Not to fight a fan. I would say come down, come down and fight. <sighs> and I know everyone was going, I wish that was Jason David Frank who said that. <laughs> <laughs> or Van Damme. He seemed like a stalker at that point if he just showed up at one of, <laughs> at one of uh, CM Punk's question and answers. He's just like, he just pulls off his hood and it's Jason David <laughs> Frank. <laughs> Guess what, motherfucker? It was me all along! Dragon Zord! <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. I mean, you know, you know that Dana White, he's a marketing, marketing genius. I mean, the, when, when, the, when he has the first fight, he's gonna be in Vegas. And I think I seen an interview with him and another dude who's talking about it. And he said, I, the first fight may, is, it should be in Vegas, and the second fight should be in Chicago. So, I mean, everybody's drawing attention to him because he's he's making money for UFC and making money for Dana White, and he's making some good money for himself. So, so long as CM Punk uh, continues to fight, you know, he might just have one match and go, yeah, no, fuck this. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, you know would I you mean? pay to watch this? I mean, I, I mean, I know Alex thinks he's an asshole, but would you be interested to see the fight? It's, oh, of course. It depends who he's fighting. If he's fighting a ham and anchor, get the fuck out of here. If he's fighting someone like Randy Couture, yeah, because uh, he's going to die. <laughs> so, you know. I, I, I'm not sure he's fighting I, a heavyweight guy. I don't just think he's an asshole. He admits he's an asshole. I mean, it's not like I'm just making shit up here. No, no, no. <laughs> so, no, I, I'm sure he, he's, he's facing a guy with a zero, zero record. Because they, he cannot fight a guy like who has a... Yeah, the guy's probably like going to be like 10 and 48. Mm. You know, they, they, or some I think stupid record like they're that. Not gonna, they're not going to pull a Lesnar with the guy and throw him in with the fucking Lions and let him no. win. And let him eat him. Yeah. He, can fight, he can fight Gail Shannon. Yeah, Gail sure. Yeah, why not? Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe they throw out Glass Joe or something. Nah, why not? <laughs> Over ninety nine record on yeah. in punch out, <laughs> and he'll be the one in the behind the ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, that would be some marketing. <laughs> As of today, the WWE Network has reached one point one five six million subscribers. 
This number is actually down from the paid <laughs> subscriber count of 1.327 million, which was released the day after WrestleMania on March 30th. Basically, basically Sorry. a lot of people unsubscribed following WrestleMania 31. Well, I'll tell you why a lot of people unsubscribe because of WrestleMania 31. Yeah, because it sucked. Because WWE fucking sucks. It fucking sucks. No, that is not the fucking reason. So if you're one of those people, you can join the other person in the fucking corner. Unfortunately, WWE has gotten into this habit of, well, you know, if you uh, if you sign up this month, you get everything for free, and there's no hassle for cancellation. Well, they're gonna do that forever now. Um, you know, people can just sign up, see it for a month, and then say, nah, fuck it, and then you know, just leave. Or, you know, and. Uh, Based upon the content that they're trying to put on WWE, no. <laughs> I think for the value of the pay-per-views, yes. But everything else is just, you know, alright. I mean, Being able to watch some old AWA and NWA stuff is pretty cool. And yeah, it's cool watching that old stuff and... And you get all the pay-per-views for a very cheap price. Yeah, for nine ninety-nine. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm not surprised that the, su- the subscriber count is going down because you know. You know, I get so sick of people saying WWE fucking sucks. I really do because it's like I enjoy it a lot, and it's like most of the people that say it haven't watched it in like forever. In like 10 years, it's like, man, it was so great back in the 90s or in 2001. And it's like, but have you watched it? No, because these guys, well, you haven't watched it. Shut the fuck up. If you haven't watched it, you can't really say whether it's good or not. You're just kind of assuming that it's not good because everything was better when I was younger. Yeah, you know? it's, it's, it's that just... nostalgia feeling. And I always go... Everyone that says, you know, when The Rock was in WWE, it was awesome. It's like, really? You missed the three, the, you missed the 30-minute promos where he'd stand in the ring and talk about his dick? And raising his eyebrows? I'm serious. Or... Every Rock promo is about his dick, about yeah. the pussy he's fucking, and the asshole he's going to fight. That's essentially his promo. Mm. And whatever... Are you staring at the people, Strudel? I think you're staring you at like people, pie. you Rudy Poo candy ass mother. And then it goes on. Yeah, yeah. And, on. Yeah. and then you seven like... minutes later, he's still going, and the fans are like, "Yay!" And I go, "Are we gonna get wrestling, or are we gonna sit here and, and masturbate?" And, I mean, because it's tough for either or. I just need to know what we're doing. And and he's always talking about, "Do you like pie?" You know, Rock gets more pie a month than you get. A, I don't remember. And, and he's doing like, "Do you like pancakes?" And I'm like. Oh. It's like, no, actually, I prefer waffles, dickhead. Get the fuck away from me, you <laughs> fucking dickhead. Why don't you go divorce your goddamn wife? Ah, people. You know, ha- have you have you noticed that AJ has uh, changed her handle name yeah, from we're, AJ we're, Lee to AJ Brooks? We were just about to talk about that. Uh, Alex, yeah. this is for you. Mm. Close to AJ Lee, have noted that she isn't really interested in taking any bookings. While she is currently, while she recently made a Comic Con appearance a few weeks back. She's just uninterested in doing anything else. Sources close to her say that if she does make an appearance, her daily fee is fifteen thousand dollars plus business class, travel, and hotels. So, Alex, yeah, I, for I heard that dollars you can have AJ Brooks um, or April. 
basically what she's doing is trying to deter people from booking her by putting her prices in stupid ranges so that people will stop booking her. And then if somebody does book her, then she makes a lot of money. So it's kind of a win-win for her. For everybody else, it's like, ah, oh, that sucks. But basically it sounds like she just doesn't want to do bookings anymore. Like she's probably trying to do something else. Kind of sounds uh, like she's done with professional wrestling. And and you know what CM Punk said? Well, you know, she's allowed to go back whenever she wants. I say she can. It's like, dickhead. It's not your fucking... She Call. wants a kid, goddammit. Ask Nikki Bella. Ask, uh, ask Perev. I don't think this is in the yes, news. CM Bella wants a kid. I know. I, I, <laughs> I don't want any CM babies running around. <laughs> Have you heard about Nikki Bella saying that she wants a kid with John? She's been John. saying it for the last three years. Nikki, get over it. <laughs> if you can't fucking deal with it, then fucking leave them. Jesus Christ. Another John Cena running around. Do, 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 do. When we get to John Cena, anyone who says that he sucks after Raw can collectively stop watching WWE because when we get to Raw, when we get to Raw, uh, WWE has apparently shifted direction in terms of Lana being the female superstar of the company. Moving forward, she will now just be a, another character on the show. The new idea is to find a Latin female star for the company, according to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. WWE is seeking sex appeal and Spanish speaking skills for someone who can be in front and center to expanding the Latin audience. The company has started to seek out Latin female weather reporters in Mexico who are chosen for looks. Melissa Santos, who is under contract with Lucha Underground, is ideal for someone who they are looking to put in this position. If Lucha Underground doesn't have a second season, which it will, she would be available for this role. Huh. So, so they're, they're they're done with Lana. They are they're like, no, sorry, it's not going to work anymore. The crowd loves her. We want a Mexican. Mm. We need some Mexicans. Get me a sexy Mexican that I want to fuck. And put her on the fucking television. Do it. <laughs> That's Vince McMahon speaking. We need we need Mexican. We need some Mexican pussy. I mean, and and it's the fact that he um. <clears throat> and I don't know if this is coming straight from. Uh, you know, I don't know if this is coming from. I can't think of if this, uh, from, if this is coming from Vince McMahon himself. Um, you know, I, I don't know the old man. You know, the old man. But you know, I, I don't know. I, I honestly, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's asking Bruce Pritchard to help Doctor Tom Pritchard to help him with uh, Mexican porn. Well, Pritchard is gone. No, oh shit! I mean. Uh, some other of his old... Uh, Kevin Dunn, who's like, yeah, I'm done uh, whacking Kevin, off Lana, now I'm into Mexican porn. Yeah, Kevin, do you, do you think, uh, how about that Mexican uh, sex appeal porn? And I love how they say Latin American, uh, but they're pretty much saying no, Mexican. Yeah. You know, the Latin audience and reporters from Mexico. <laughs> Have you seen that? Well, do you know that Latin American and Mexican are two totally fucking different... <laughs> By the way, have you seen that woman, Melissa Sanos? Have you seen any pictures of her? Well, she's oh. the announcer of 
Lucha Underground, and she was all right looking, but again, yeah. it's like, why are we focusing on, this has to be a Kevin Dunn thing, and if it is, yeah. it's cancer and die already. Um, I won't be sad when he's, when he's gone, I can tell you that right the fuck now. <laughs> uh, would be happy of, if you get fired. It'll never happen, but yeah. Another guy I wish that got cancer, Fred Durst, revealed mm-hmm. on Chicago Radio that Limp Biscuit recently turned down WWE's offer to perform at next year's WrestleMania 32. He states that part of the reason had to do with WWE kicking him out of the SummerSlam for flipping off the camera. Here's a quote from the band's frontman. I got kicked out of one of the events last year, and I think it was, maybe the year before that, all up for throwing the fucking birdie at the camera. I just find the whole corporate aspect to be fucking pussified these days. It's obviously why they sank so low in popularity compared to the late 90s and early 2000s. They wanted us to do WrestleMania 32 next year, but fuck that! We want to do NJPW. We'd love to head over to Japan. We're still wrestling fans, not WWE fans. So <laughs> Limp Biscuit basically turned down WrestleMania 32. A testament to his fucking genius because God knows they would have paid him a lot of fucking money. Because he yeah, flipped I, I the bet, finger and tossed him out. I bet he wasn't even invited and he's just making this shit up. I believe it. Do you really? Do you really? Do you really think that New Japan Pro Wrestling was something to touch with uh, Limp Biscuit? The fuck do they care? Oh. <laughs> Limp Biscuit, get the fuck out of here! Yeah, get the fuck Fred Durst? No. Oh, Fred Durst, he fucking loser. <laughs> yeah, we kill him. Yeah, we kill him. <laughs> yeah, so, I, and I never cared for Limp Biscuit to be honest. And so, they did something with Taker, you know. Yeah, because because that. that was a great fucking rolling, 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 rolling. Yeah, that was a great. Let's keep rolling, rolling, rolling. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, MVP announced on Twitter that he's no longer wrestling with TNA. While very few details at the time were revealed regarding his departure, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter reports that the promotion blamed MVP for the Hernandez incident that led to TNA having to edit upcoming episode of Impact to not include Hernandez because he was still under contract with Lucha Underground. Apparently, MVP was lobbying to bring Hernandez back to the company to help fill the void of no longer having Smojo on the roster. MVP was reportedly planning to leave TNA before the incident happened. However, it was TNA that fired him before he could give his notice. So, whoever's in charge of the contracts in TNA didn't fucking do their homework and signed a guy that legally couldn't be signed. They blamed MVP because MVP said Hernandez, so it's his fault. You know, for saying Hernandez. And uh, on top of that, he fucking quit anyway. Yeah. And on top of that, James Storm yes, has yes, left, left also. TNA. Today. They are down to Bobby Roode, Abyss. Austin Aries. Kurt Angle. No, and I think Aries is gone too. Yeah, where did he go? GFW? I, I think he went back to ROH. Uh-huh. Not to so go Force Wrestling. They're like down to like nobody. Holy shit. And a bunch of talent it... that I don't fucking know. Maybe Awesome Kong and and uh, mm-hmm. I would I almost said um, Angelina Love, but she's pregnant, so she's gone. Uh, congratulations, by the way. Uh, mm-hmm. Layla quit. Uh, no, uh, that's the other Layla, thing. Uh, Layla uh, retired. So. Velvet Sky and Baba Ray is gone. Yeah, so and Yvonne is gone. Who's left in TNA to make... Fuck it, I don't care. 
Jimmy Carter. So MVP is gone. He was supposed to be this golden savior, and he's gone. EC3 is still the champ. That's great. He could be champ for as long as he wants. It's yeah. It's meaningless at this point. And you have the what? What was it? Spud. Rockstar you can't even Spud. say you can't even say it's a brass ring. It's not even a fucking onion ring at this point. It's it's <laughs> bullshit. Uh, further, you, you can clearly see that TNA is going down soon. It's 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 about to happen. Sean, it's already at the bottom of the ocean. It has sunk. It's just waiting for it to decompose so we could just ignore it. Uh, although Layla retired earlier this yeah. week, did not Layla. see that coming, and it actually took me a second to go, who's Layla? Oh, yeah. Had to actually think mm-hmm. about who she was, so that's uh, fine. You know, Michelle go, McCool, you know. Go enjoy your life and do whatever it is you're going to do. Angelina Love got pregnant. She's actually been six weeks pregnant or some shit like that. Um, uh, who, 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 Richards, I think, is her. What? Oh, holy I, shit. I think. I'm like, Seriously? David Richards. He landed that? Yeah. Shit. How about that? Yeah, how about that? Uh, here comes some news here that's going to make a couple people go, huh. Mike, oh, most, excuse me, Mika Rotunda, the sister of Bray and Bo Dallas, has expressed interest in getting into professional wrestling and was recently at the WWE Performance Center in Orlando for a tryout with the company. No indication yet on how exactly that tryout turned out, but she did spend some time at the Performance Center before actually receiving the tryout. Mika Rotunda is the daughter of WWE star Mike IRS Rotunda, and she often attends major WWE wrestling events and shows when the company is in Florida. Okay, they have the fucking potential now! To have a Rotunda slash Wyndham. They have the fucking potential to have a Blanchard. They already have a fucking Flair. Woohoo! All we fucking need is an Anderson. Or someone to just fill that fourth spot. Give me Natalia, give me Tamina. I don't care. We can have literally three quarters of the fucking horsemen in women form. God damn, that's This could awesome. fucking happen. Yeah, and Tessa Blanchard has been in, heard be some good stuff about her. Yeah, so, shit, this could fucking happen. Would, would, uh, do you think that she has some potential? I mean, Mike Rotunda... I think everyone has the potential to be something good so long as, you know, they get the proper training and they're the right fit. Um, they... Would it be awesome if, if they, you know, Bray always talking about Sister Abigail. If that was could be, he was talking about. Yeah, she she could be portrayed as Abigail Wyatt. It's going to be hard because she's younger. Um, mm. But here's the weird thing. If Mika arrives at WWE, gets a contract, I think they will be the first wrestling family since the Freebirds slash Guerreros that have all made it to the main roster. And I don't even think, no, they would essentially be the first family that I could, no, the hearts were always in there. But none of the women ever wrestled. No, fuck it. Anyway, more wrestling family shit, whatever. Uh, this could be cool. You know, I got something. Cool. You, I got to show you something. Wait, wait, wait up. Please, sir. <clears throat> Great for podcasting. Here you go. Okay, here you go. 
Yeah, those of you that uh, can't see it on the uh, on the podcast, it's uh, the brothers. Yeah, it's the brothers and Mika. Yeah, they all look alike. Uh, just look her up on Google. Uh, does she have the potential? Again, she's got. Everyone has the potential, I believe, to be a wrestler, so long as you know they actually get it. But if, yeah, and have the passion for it, and are willing to learn. If she has the passion, if she has, you know, the understanding, if she gets mm-hmm. it, you know, why not? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at that picture, Dan, I mean, those we have talked about is uh, to death about. I mean, bring Bo and Bray together in the. Fa- I mean, for that would be fucking awesome, and to have her in a couple of years coming up in the Wyatt family. I mean, that would be... There would be some fucking awesome stable. I would say it would be the first ever family faction, but it's not because you did have the... the uh, I don't want to say the Freebirds. Uh, mm. What's the name of that? The Von Erich dynasty, and you also, the Von Eric. Had, you also yeah. had the Hart Foundation. Mm. Um, but this would be cool if they were able to pull this off, because then you'd essentially have a family faction right there. Yeah, well, so there's only three of them, but still, it's you know yeah, the best it, it we're gonna be, get. And it's like, and it's not fiction; it's 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 real stuff. It's it's the real family. That would be fucking awesome to see on TV. I mean, those two brothers together, and her as she could wrestle the other women. I mean, think of the division if we have now all those good female wrestlers like Sasha Banks, Charlotte, uh, Becky Lynch, and. Maybe Bailey, and then Tessa Blanchard, and and then her if she makes it, if you, if she has the will to learn, and willing to listen to everybody, and to work her ass off, maybe then she have the potential. I mean, it is very possible, but I'm not gonna get my hopes up because you know that would be up to Triple H. That would be up to a lot of people more than Triple H, but yeah, uh, but you know that somewhere down the line he's in control of everything, well, and then. We'll see. I don't think Vince is giving up control anytime soon. Uh, WWE released a video of Tough Enough coach Billy Gunn drilling on ZZ due to his performance because WWE officials want ZZ removed from the show after this week, according to Figure 4 Weekly Online. WWE set things up for ZZ to be gone last week, but fans weren't manipulated by the way WWE expected, so ZZ remained on the show. WWE is trying to make the fans not like ZZ so he can be eliminated. Oh, God. So they're trying to manipulate a fucking reality show so they can... Oh, God. People, stop. Stop watching this fucking trash. Stop it. Now, they voted off Mata. A little shocked. But then Miz saved the chick, who would have fucking lost anyway, but... Mm. Oh, God. I I haven't... To be honest, I haven't Tough enough, just stop. Tough enough just needs to go away. Just fucking stop. It's fucking I haven't watched any of this shit. So, should I be happy? Yeah, just be fucking happy. Yeah. Because it's stupid now. They're I fucking... hate this reality shit. I hate because they don't take anything seriously. They, they just want to be another drama, total divas thing. I mean... The officials the first... already know who they want to win. It's rigged. Now, beyond. So, if you guys are watching it and you enjoy it, that's fine. You Stop talking to me about enough. it. Cause it you remember the first Tough Enough, the first season, when if, when they had, what, what was it? Who was on the first Tough Enough? Well, or, Maven. Uh, I know Maven won it. Yeah, Maven, yeah. 
wasn't right. that the first season the first wasn't that the best the first season to my in my opinion was the best and then it just mm-hmm. kind of went well let's add some more elements to it let's yeah, do more this. drama let's do, I'm at, you know and you know again it doesn't make any fucking sense because if the fans are voting on who they want and you're rigging who the fans are going to vote for or you're trying to persuade you know then what the fuck is the point so again if this report is true stop watching people stop fucking voting just stop when they get to the voting booth and they go and y'all got zeros nobody voted well this was a wasted episode we wasted a whole bunch of film money and time so tune in next week where we just vote the motherfuckers off ourselves good night everybody and then they pick somebody else that fuck it nobody wants to see anyway and don't get fired on the show they will eventually get a wwe contract anyhow yeah so again fuck it who gives a shit uh, WWE is not happy with a rapper using Undertaker's theme. The Undertaker theme song was used on rapper Meek Mill's diss track aimed at Drake, tilted, titled, Wanna Know? A WWE spokesperson issued the following statement on TMZ on Meek using the song without permission. WWE takes an intellectual property rights very seriously. We are looking into this matter. Okay, I don't know much about rap. I don't know who Drake is, nor do I care. I don't know who Meek Mills is, nor do I care. But is this this generation's Biggie Smalls and Tupac? Is that what this is? And if it is, is using the Undertaker's theme song a little foreboding? Because mm. it is you a know, graveyard symphony. Yeah, the Meek, Meek Mills, that was the guy who got the power bomb from the... Uh, from the um stage area there where you know Kevin Steen. No, that was Machine Gun Kelly. Was that Machine Gun Kelly? That was Machine Gun Kelly. Ah, okay. Meek Mills is a black guy. Okay. I don't know. I don't, I don't follow rap. I, I don't like rap, so. <laughs> I don't follow it much either, but the last two weeks, that's all I've been hearing is Drake versus Meek, and I go, who the fuck are they? Enough. Get, get that off my Facebook. I, I was wondering, is that a UFC fight? <laughs> No, it is not a UFC fight. And the last oh. bit of news here. WWE has pulled John Cena from the every WWE event leading up to SummerSlam. WWE has announced that Cesaro has been added to the upcoming Australia tour and will be replacing Cena in matches against Kevin Owens. Here is the statement issued. Now, I'm going to read this statement verbatim. And if you guys can pick out You mean word for word? Word for word, I'm going to repeat what they put out. Unfortunately, due to an injury sustained at WWE Raw this past week, John Cena is unable to travel and will no longer be appearing at next week's Australian events. General Manager for the Australian events, Shawn Michaels, has announced that former WWE United States and WWE Tag Team Champion Cesaro has been added to the tour and will appear at all three live wrestling events. Yeah, because Cena broke his nose, I think, on Raw. So I didn't know that Shawn Michaels was the general manager of Australia. No, 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 no. that was a surprise. Uh, So, yeah, those of you that were wanting to see John Cena, yeah, not going to happen. And He's going to wear a mask and he's going to be Juan Cena. He is fucked. You know, that that's the funny thing. You know, when Cena has an injury, we know that, okay, it's six to eight months or it's uh, a month to heal or something. He's or back six, in six minutes. Yeah. Oh, I, I cannot miss this for the world. You know, 
from the reports that I have read, from the photos that I have seen, John Cena is fucked. <laughs> I mean, it did broke his nose. Correct? His his nose is not broken. His nose is relocated. <laughs> there are things I've seen in this world. I have never seen a nose get moved that far to the other side of someone's face in my life. Wasn't that Seth Rollins who did that? That was Seth Rollins. And, uh, again... Do you have a picture? Can you show me? I haven't seen the picture of that. You have not seen a picture of John Cena's face. No. Honest to God, you have not. I mean, yeah, prior to Inji, of course, I've seen it. But do you know if there is something online that I could watch? Uh, those from. of you that have not seen the picture, all you got to do is go to Google Image Search and uh, and type in John Cena broken nose, and you you will essentially, for all intent and purposes, see his right. broken fucking nose. Uh, we're looking at it right now, and again, I have never seen anything. <laughs> I've, I've wow is all I can say. Um, Absolutely, it's in the. Yeah, I was I was searching for Google, but uh... <clears throat> okay. Now we go. Here we go. Here we there. go. It's on the. It's on. The... <laughs> Can you look on that? Can you look? His his facial expression, like he looks like a beaten man. He's his face is like caved in. It is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. That- Damn, it's it's from it's like thirty degrees to fucking Iowa. Yeah, it is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. And I go, oh my god, how hard did he get hit? What what did what did he get hit with uh, 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 a hammer or? We will get to that when we get to Monday Night Raw. All I can say is. He's bleeding all over the place. All I can say is when it happened, I went, ah, he's fine. No, he's not. (laughs) He is not fine. Why don't we get into Monday Night Raw? Okay, Raw, until we got to a couple of things. Uh, John Cena, Seth Rollins, and the Authority, they're all in the ring. And um, John Cena's like, you know what? I think I should fight Seth Rollins for the WWE World Heavyweight title. Yay. And Seth Rollins, no. That's bullshit. I don't come out here and fucking defend my title every goddamn week like a fucking troll. So suck my dick. How about, fuck no. So Stephanie goes, no, hold on. There's some truth to this. Y'all want to see John Cena fight Seth Rollins? Yay! Guess what? You're going to. But not for the world championship. Boo! No, no, because that's bullshit. We're not going to give that away for free. You got to pay for that shit for $9.99. So then Triple H goes, well, no, hold on, hold on. We are going to have them fight. But we're going to put John Cena's U.S. title on the line because that's what's best for business. So, Cena, fuck you. 
Rollins, fuck you. And for everyone here that didn't buy SummerSlam, now you have a fucking reason. Fuck you. <laughs> the opening match was Big Show versus Dean Ambrose, who uh, did his best. He uh, got the shit kicked out of him. Uh, Big Show wins by countout after throwing him to the floor three fucking times. <laughs> uh, Poor Dean. It's something different. I mean, I'll I'll give it that, but wasn't he going for the Intercontinental title? Oh, yeah, he's injured. Shit. Mm. Well, fuck. Change of plans. Change of plans. We're going to just mix it up a little bit. Good hustle by Ambrose, but it's the big show. You know, according to WWE, that Intercontinental thing would... would has never happened. Well, it hasn't happened no. yet because no, but you know it? who WWE they're gonna change the history as they want to. That's like you know. Yeah, they'll just take it away. Uh, Adrian Neville goes up against Fandango, and Neville gets the win. But then Stardust gets on the Titan Tron, and he's all, "I'm gonna kill you and shit." <laughs> By the way, did you notice that that that? Fandango was actually doing some cool moves. Yeah, he's actually improved a little bit. He's... Yeah. Maybe it's allowed to wrestle more. <laughs> a little bit. We go backstage and Paige is with Charlotte and uh, and Becky Lynch. She's all, this is my house and tonight <laughs> we're going to destroy fucking... I don't know, we're going to fight someone and I'm going to beat her. Then Sasha Banks is all, hey y'all. Snap, motherfucker, I kick all your asses. Peace. So then we get Sasha Banks versus Paige. Not a bad match. And Sasha Banks makes Paige tap out. Mm, with his bank statement. With the bank statement. Ah, shit. Okay. I'll take it. I don't want to, but I'll take it. Then we get to this segment. Rusev comes down with Summer Rae and he's all... I have an announcement. I'm going to give Samurai a present. Look. Take the fish. It's a puppy. It's a puppy. And I neutered his dick. <laughs> we'll call him Puppy Ziggler. And here's another present. It's a fish. A cold dead Go fish. They call it Lana. So... <laughs> I know kids watch this show, and mm -hmm. I understand we're trying to be edgy, but is this implying what I think it's implying, and now saying, yeah. wow. So Lana is a cold, dead fish. In the bed. In the bed. Lana comes out, and she's all, no, stop it. Stop Fuck it. you. Take the fish and shove it up your ass. Slap, kick. Headbutt, body slam, RKO, and then Lana leaves, and Rusev does pretty much nothing. Just kind of stands there, and he's all, No! Save the fish! Actually, no! Take the fucking fish! And throws it across the, the down the aisleway. I, I, I will eat the fish later. I was kind of thought he grabbed the fish and slam it on the canvas, and there would just be fish shit everywhere, but it never happened. <laughs> Thought it would have been funny, but yeah, where's that segment going? Uh, Dolph's coming back eventually, I think. So, hoorah, go feminists! Uh, the Lucha Dragons go up against Los Matadores, and Titus O'Neil pointed something out 
that we have been pointing out for the last two years. When was the last Cuban slash Puerto Rican matador from Mexico? Mm-hmm. JBL, bless his heart, tried yeah. to fucking prove that there was yeah. one. He's and like, no, there was Enrique five. Salvador and 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 and, uh, and Banny Masquez from Mexico. They were Puerto Rican. Well, JBL, stop. <laughs> fucking Titus O'Neil's like. Man, JBL, you crazy. You a fucking liar. I don't know what you're talking about, man. I'm going to look that up on Wikipedia as soon as I get off the air, and then I'm going to call you hashtag lie. <laughs> <coughs> pretty good, pretty good uh, voice impression of Titus O'Neil. Dude, Titus O'Neil is awesome, man. <laughs> I love him. He's fucking, uh, I mean, he he calls out JBL, and nobody else does it. <laughs> he's got a. I mean, uh, he's he's a fun power wrestler. He doesn't do like you know flips and fancy Flip, moves, floppy. but but he makes his moves look impactful. Um, he's got a lot of charisma. He he's decent on the mic. You know, I I enjoy him. I think he's got he's going to go somewhere. And Darren Darren Young isn't awful. He's not as good as Titus though. Yeah, he's all right. But then we have the New Day coming down, and they're all the real father of the year. And who are they trying to distract? Which was kind of weird for me. I'm going, okay. Were they going after Titus? or? <laughs> well, I guess they're going after Titus, but he's not wrestling. So who's no. the distraction for? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It doesn't make any fucking whatever. Um, sense, yeah. Bray Wyatt comes down to the ring and he's all, Luke Hoppe has rejoined me because the fucking rioters are fucking idiots. They broke us up for no fucking reason, man, and we're doing it all over again. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck we're going to do going forward, but fuck it. Did you hear about Adam Rose? He died. I don't know what. What happened with Adam Rose? Um, well, uh, he was on the... And it, and it pertains to this, which is why I bring it up. Um, he was on the E60, whatever. It's like on the ESPN 60-minute thing where they talk about, you know, WWE stars. And everybody was really sympathetic with Adam Rose because he has a son and and he's talking about all this. And they thought he was going to get a push. And he wants to bring back his old character. Um, Leo Kruger. Yeah, Leo Kruger. And... He's been pushing for it big time on Twitter, like, and most recently he's been leaving pictures of Leo Kruger and just saying, ta-ta, which was a thing he used to say. And, mm. uh, so he's making it seem like he's going to come back as Leo Kruger. And, uh, dirt sheets, whether you want to believe him or not, are saying that Leo Kruger might be part of the Wyatt family since Eric Rowan is currently injured. Yeah, Rowan is fucked, so. But eh, you know, I don't, I don't know what to believe. But I'm interested in the future, just to hear. That, that. would be awesome to have him with those guys. I mean, <laughs> it might work. I mean, he's a, a big. I mean, he's grown his beard uh, all the way out again. Like if you haven't seen a picture of him lately, he's got a full beard. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it could work. Yeah, gave him my overall. We then have Charlotte and Becky Lynch going up against Nikki Bella and Alicia Fox, who took a nasty bump and got a concussion in the match. Uh, the faces win. Yay. 
Um, again, yay. Uh, we then have Randy Orton versus Kevin Owens. Um, well, this was a match. This was all right, but again, and I, this is how I felt. Oh, it's Kevin Owens. Yeah, since we didn't have a show last week, should we discuss how Kevin Owens, how quickly he's gone from being a uh, megastar to, eh. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah, it he's sucks. Not, he's not in the worst spot ever or anything, but he could have been really, really big, and now he's just kind of, well, he's not in an awful place, but it's... <clears throat> I mean, uh, he tapped. He's, got, Cena. he's got the Come classic. Cena. He's got the Cena curse all over him now. Well, we'll just say this: he fought number one. Now he's fighting number two, but his rivalry is with Cesaro, who's like twenty. Mm. You know what I mean? That's a. He's in limbo. That's a hell of a drop, and you know, not to say that Cesaro, you know, isn't bad. Cesaro's getting pushed. I, yeah. I don't feel bad for him at all. He's getting pushed, but when you think. Top ten on the roster. Does Cesaro really pop in your head? No. So, yeah. Did what it, the did hell? It, Steen did a sit down interview with Michael Cole about the situation. I think it was on SmackDown. Yeah, he said he's gonna fuck him up, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, he, like, he, hey, he did Cole, it, call it, the it, fucking show right, you biased bastard. Yeah, <laughs> and he said like something about. Uh, uh, what, what, he said something about Vince McMahon uh, saying that Cesaro doesn't have it. Uh, as an uh, charisma or something like that, <laughs> he start puckering up to Vince McMahon here. You know, he's he is telling the truth. He's all, you know, John Cena broke his nose, and you're in the ring sucking his dick. I broke my nose, and where was mine? Oh, that's mm-hmm. right, because I'm not Gina. So, again, he said what everyone was thinking, but you know, yeah. same point. He fought Orton. It went to a DQ because shenanigans, and. uh yeah, that spot when he did that fallaway slam into the wall. By the yeah. way, how is how is Kevin Owens in like as a person like in real life? Is he a dick like CM Punk or is he no, a nice no, 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 I hear no. he's a very humble guy. He's you know, a really he's... nice, very nice human being. Because he comes off like a CM Punk kind of guy, but I'm not going to put him in that category until no, I no. see it. Alex, he's he's uh everyone who's got to shake his hand, talk to him says that he's a lovable human being. He's very funny. He's very, very, very good guy at heart. I mean, uh, there was, there was like, a report that he was swatting at somebody who was trying to get his autograph while he was in his car at a ah, red light. And I maybe was the guy like, was a douchebag. I mean, how would you think if someone would, if you're trying to get away from the arena, you know, well, you're beat up, you're tired. Yeah, no, I'm not even saying know? it actually happened. It's, it's, I'm just saying I heard that, which is way me, made me want to ask how. What kind of person he is? Because I no. don't know nothing about him. Other than From what good, I heard, he's a nice guy. You know, yeah, good dude. He's not like Brock Lesnar or anything. Uh, <laughs> we, didn't get, we didn't get the main event, and everyone went into this main event going, well, "Cena's winning," because there's no fucking way he's dropping the U.S. title to Seth Rollins. There's just, just what's the fucking point of this main event? It wasn't until about halfway when you start going, you know. This is actually a pretty decent match. This, I'll watch it. Then it happens. Seth Rollins jumps in the air and hits John Cena in the nose with a rise, risen knee. John Cena immediately goes down to the corner, and we're like, oh, he's selling. 
All right, cool. He's selling. Then the camera catches him. And he's bleeding. Like a stuck pig. He is bleeding a lot. And I'm like, oh. Oh, he probably, oh shit, WWE, blood. Oh, like, no. Oh, they probably, he probably just dinged his nose because that happens to me every once in a while. I'll hit my nose and I'll bleed. I'm like, yeah, whatever. He got a boo-boo. He's fine. And it was bleeding. Then the match continues and... You see his fucking nose. <laughs> yeah, the match continues on. The referee is like, okay, time out. Clean his face. The match continues. Time out. We gotta clean his face again. Then we get a look at John Cena's face. And his nose is like where his ear is. Yeah. He is... <laughs> he looks like he came out of a gun. You know, you ever play old Street Fighter? Yeah. He looks, yeah. Like, he looks like the, the post... The post-game mugshot, yeah. Yeah, he looks <laughs> fucked up. So I'm like, okay. Now the fans are concerned that John Cena is dying. Seth Rollins looks fucking amazing because he broke John Cena's nose. He goes to the top rope and does that whirly bird fall on my face move. Cena mm-hmm. locks him in the STF, actually does it right, and pulls Seth Rollins back. And it took him maybe, I don't know, three seconds before he went, fuck it, I'm out. (laughs) And the crowd went fucking crazy. And this is the part where I'm like, shit, I think he almost tried to kill Rollins. Because he bent the motherfucker in half. Seth Rollins rolls to the floor and lives to fight another day. John Cena stands up in the ring and you get a look at his face and you go, oh God. Oh God. What the hell happened? To the point to where, ladies and gentlemen, John Cena fought with a broken nose for seven minutes after it was broken, or like five minutes or something. It was a oh my god, <laughs> sickening, sickening thing to see. Like it made me not. I was like, oh, I don't want to see that. Take that off my TV screen, please. <laughs> I have seen arms break in the ring. I have seen. Sid legs just, broken. I've seen Sid Vicious jump off the rope and shatter his leg. I've seen Joey. Mo- <laughs> And the fucking ladder. Yeah, that's what the... Oh, man, not that. This is like three of just freak accidents and just looking at his face, you go, oh, oh, God. You know, that's going to take some... On this one. That's going to take some time to heal. A broken nose is one of the worst injuries you can have. Well, a broken nose is a broken nose. I think... He there's more broken than just his nose, because mm. if he's not allowed to fly, he might have bone in his cheek. He may have shattered his cheekbone. Cena is fucked at this point. His face is destroyed, and what a story they could write for Seth Rollins. Unfortunately, it leads to John Cena winning the title. What a story it is for Seth Rollins to go. I just destroyed the face of the WWE. <laughs> <laughs> Are they going to do that? No. No. Um, but a testament to John Cena for getting his face broken and continuing to wrestle. Yeah. It was, uh, as JBL said, John Cena is one tough son of a bitch. Because it was like 10 o'clock, so he decided it was okay to cuss. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. And again, overall, I rewatched the match, and the match actually wasn't that bad. Sadly, it got better when his nose got broken. I mean, this must be a, like a, something that usually happens in wrestling. It's not ballet, but 
when you hit someone, with, you're not trying to hit the guy per se, but you want contact. And sometimes... Oh, there was definitely contact. Yeah. Yeah, they showed it in slow motion like 500 times. So <laughs> this is sickening. This is sickening. Look, Take a look at it. Say, like, yeah. what the hell? But so, so, so they're aiming for that John Cena's going to be... Doo, 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 doo. He's going to be the, the, the world, new world heavyweight champion, surpasses Ric Flair, and still be the United States champion. What? I don't think he's going to be a double champion. Um, you know, depending upon how bad this injury is, they might just go, look, John... Um, you need to stay home. You might need to stay home for a while because if you've got shit in your cheek and you've got shit, you know, broken up here and all that, traveling... It could, be, it could be a piece of the nose bone fracture up in somewhere down between the brain and and the nose area. That could be dangerous too. All I'm saying is take your nose and move it as far as you can to the right. <laughs> shit. He's going to be the fucking plastic surgeon doing this. And then when you can't move it anymore, take a hammer Mm. and hit it as hard as you can. And that still will not equal John Cena's face. I wonder how Nikki is going to like this. Oh my god, my John. I, I heard that John was out all shows except, uh, the Monday right before SummerSlam. Yeah, that's he's gonna weeks. be waiting that's on like math. two or three weeks. He, he needs to. Uh, prob- he's gonna probably wear a, a prosthetic uh, mask or something to protect the nose. Like so, certain, he, can uh, be, pop- he can be undashing John Cena. Gonna take Cody Rhodes old game. I'm telling you, the best way to describe it is if you ever watch a cartoon where they use claymation. Mm. His nose looks like claymation. It's it's absolutely fucking ridiculous. It's it, it, it's it's so fucking disgusting. So it's funny. I'm, I I don't I don't feel I don't take humor in other people's this misfortune. But I do. I do all the time. Yeah, I know you. You're a cold-hearted son of a bitch. But <laughs> I mean, look at the guy. I mean, he looks like a fifty. He looks like a boxer from the fifties or the forties. Yeah, he, John Cena, for lack of a better term, got fucked up against the world heavyweight champion. They should do an angle with this. And I believe that they should do an angle, but unfortunately this leads to Cena getting the title now. Because <laughs> how does he not, how does he not get a title shot, you know, after that? I mean, come on. It's almost academic. Do you, um, I, I, seriously now. Do you want Cena to surpass Flair? No, in, in- I don't. I don't. But unfortunately, that's exactly what this is going to lead to. Because oh fuck! Every time a wrestler injures himself to the points yeah. where they're going to be gone, they're going to win something. Look at Sheamus. Mm. He's money in the bank, and he never wins, but he's still money in the bank. So, oh god, uh, let's let's move on to a more happier show. Because uh, <laughs> Raw was just oh god. <laughs> what happened? To By the way, did y'all uh, when I got up, did y'all talk about Hogan? No, no, we, we didn't talk about Hogan. He's uh, he's in trouble. <laughs> my yeah. my daughter need to fuck a black man. He needs to be a rich basketball player. I I just want to say, you know, he shouldn't have said what he said, and that's awful what he said. But it was eight years ago when he was in an awful place in his life, and 
The thing that gets me is that it was a private conversation. I mean, it wasn't even part of the sex tape. It was part of a separate tape that they somehow managed to get a hold of somehow, and they keep leaking stuff. And he happens to be suing the company that's leaking these videos, and it's just like – and, I, you know, I don't want to be the guy that defend Hogan, but, I mean, it's just – I'm the guy going against Hogan going, wait a second, time out. So you mean to tell me you were perfectly okay with fucking your best friend's wife, you had no clue that he was filming you and had no clue he was going to release this footage, and you were still okay with fucking your best friend's wife? Hmm. How do we know this wasn't a setup just for you to get money because, let's face it, you were in a really bad place? You know how do you fuck your best friend's wife and be okay with it? You know because what I mean. Bob, how are you, you okay with that? Baba the Love Sponge offered offered it. Have you offered. seen his wife? Oh, his new wife. Why would you even take him up on that offer? Hmm. I mean. No, you don't do that. And the fact that you and this says a lot about Hogan's character. If you fucking Take another man's wife. I'm sorry. You get every repercussion that is coming to you because that is absolutely fucking disgusting. But it's the Baba the Love Sponge to blame for this also. For I think all three of them were in on it. And the wife. Yes, all three of them were in on it to get money for Hogan. That is a conspiracy that people are going to spin or say, no, that's bullshit. Really? Hogan, so was were the, Hogan was the, contemplating fucking suicide, people. Yeah. And they after the sex tape, they were using that to blackmail Hogan for money. Yeah, and I never heard any report that Bubba the Love Sponge had to pay restitutions. Because he's the one that fucking taped it. Yeah, he was the mastermind behind all this. Yeah, so again, how... No, I'm sorry. I don't feel sorry yeah. for the man. I don't. I, I, and I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear you people saying that was eight fucking years ago. No. He fucked his best friend's wife, who was recording the fucking thing, whether or not he knew about it. He still committed the act of fucking sin, which is just repulsive right there. Oh, wow. DM has a heart. And then he <laughs> goes to Gawker, releases the fucking tape, and nothing happens to Bubba? Bullshit. No, what happened was Gawker were like, oh, Hulk Hogan got $18 billion from us. Let's ruin his career. What's he going to do? Sue us again? Doesn't matter. His career is over. Fuck him. That's what I think happened. Well, see, um, I'm way, sure I of that as Benoit didn't kill Gawker. his wife and kid. I'm sure of that, so... Uh, so, I mean, is, like I said, I hate Gawker, so, and I've always hated Gawker. They're just, ma mainly because of Kotaku, I'm not a big fan of them and, and most of their sites. But, so, if something good can come out of this, mainly Gawker going out of business, I'll be happy with that. <laughs> but, um, the whole thing was just, I'm not, I'm, I, I'm not defending Hogan, I'm not saying what he did was right, I just think... There was some privacy there that's been. It, it should it should be okay to say things in private, even if they're fucked up things. I feel like in private, 
you should be able to feel however you want, even if it's awful. You know, when I watched uh, when this uh, eight years ago, and I want to watch when this uh, tape was released, and Hogan was there on the Howard Stern show with his new wife, that blonde thing, and you know Howard Stern, he always wants to talk about uh, how big is your tit, how big is your blah blah blah, how big is your cock, blah blah blah. You know what Howard Stern is, and he said like, asked her like, how big is Hogan's dick? Oh, and she said like, well, it's kind of thick. And Hogan, but, oh, brother, stop, brother. <laughs> and I, god damn. <laughs> I, I, I have those horrible images in my head that Hogan is fucking Pomerlach's French wife. I, I, I wouldn't see that for anything in this world. Blah. Whew. Shit. All I'm saying is I can't really feel sorry for Hogan for doing what he did. I sorry, it's he's an it's, asshole. It's like me saying I feel sorry for China for doing porn. Nope, sorry, you knew what you were getting into. Drunk, drugged or not, fuck off. Why don't we get into N? Dawson and uh, Dash Wilder. Kind of good match at, to start with. Uh, good pace, a uh, lot of shame, back and forth, but something happened during this match. Uh, Cass took a <laughs> big Cass took a big bump over the top rope, and he and he <laughs> he planted his head on the ring steel steps. <laughs> he was out from the match. So, uh, Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder won the match. And the finish was um, double team, where the century ropes, he got bapped. And you know when you're doing the flapjack, DM, when he pushes the guy up for a flapjack. And they did a reverse, and they did the reverse lung blower when he was coming down. Uh-huh. Like the cold breaker, a lung blower. So, they did like a, a, a flapjack to a lung blower. Quite oh, awesome, tag team. Yeah, quite awesome. On his chest. Uh, he dropped... <laughs> I think it was... I thought he was going to puke or something. But they won the match. So it was an upset. Upset. Um, I'm happy. It's a good match. Uh, good finish. And then... Um, we had Baron Corbin. Versus Jesse Sorensen, if you remember that guy. Not really, but yeah, I remember. <laughs> mm, the TNA guy who broke his neck. Yeah. <clears throat> well, this guy hasn't <laughs> any good fortune. <laughs> Baron Corbin <laughs> ended his match in three seconds. He got wow. in, he got out, and he, le- and he leaves. Oh, that was he- fun. Yeah, end of days. I-, I barely got my cup of coffee ready. <laughs> and... He's getting more and more booed. And he picked up the mic and said, I earn more paychecks 
than you in this crowd will ever do in your freaking lives. Bye. He said that. And the crowd went silent for like uh, 30 seconds. And then they started booing him again. This guy is getting made. They probably forgot. Yeah, they forgot. But they, they got. This guy is getting major heat. I mean, this guy is. People are disliking this fucker as hell. I mean, this guy is getting heat, heat, heat uh, in the right way. <clears throat> then we had uh, another tag team match. It was Jason Jordan and Chad and Abel and Gable <laughs> versus uh, Elias Samson and Louis Vance, a black guy with an um, afro. Uh, good size. Um, Got interested, want to see more of the guy. This is not Uha Nation. Uha Nation is much, much bigger. So I'm waiting for him. Uh, but it was interesting to see. I want to see if we get any more in-ring moves because he didn't do so much because it was his first match. So, uh, but he, he looked okay. Um, anyhow, uh, Jordan and um, Gable won the match. They did their um, double team maneuver. Um, pop up into a uh, neck breaker stuff. Uh, it's it's hard to explain when you can't watch it again because it was double team maneuver. It was their their finisher is pretty damn good. So, um, but many teams I've seen in NXT they're using much of the the pop pop thing. You know, a flap yap into a lung blower or a neckbreaker or a German suplex, for instance. And this was the thing that they did. It was a German suplex in the air on top, uh, on the neck. I love that. I love that finishing move. It's like, a, it's, it, it's like if you're playing a video game and, and you execute, you know, B-A to, you know, with the buttons. Combo breaker. Uh, yeah, combo breaker. Yo, Exactly. Uh, and then we had the segment with Bull Dempsey. <laughs> this is, uh, I'm laughing because, you know what, he's got a new gimmick. <laughs> Bull Dempsey, the fitness guru. <laughs> he's a fitness guru now? Yeah, he's so fucking out of shape. They made him, like, wearing colorful, like, 80s fitness guru dresses. He was running around the building doing <laughs> stuff at the performance center and stuff. And, you know, he was sitting in a sofa. You could see they had footage from when he was sitting, like, you know, eating candy, chips, enough. And then he, like, throw the chips in the, in, 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 the, in the bin, garbage bin, and said, enough is enough. <laughs> it's time to get fit. And then they showed that. And you had that, the 80s film in Bull Dempsey, the fitness guru. <laughs> I found it humorous. Uh, so uh, he's he's com- he's becoming a face. He smiles. He's doing more and more. He talks more. Was he ever a heel? I mean, uh, yeah, he was a heel. I mean, he was. I mean, in the I know in the past he got decent push, but uh, I think this. Uh, reflects in his real life that he's he's in fucking out of shape for a guy. I mean I mean 
if if you compare him to oh Kevin Steen and Samoa Joe, who is uh, one of them is close to three hundred pounds and Joe is three hundred pounds, but the difference between Joe and Dempsey is that Joe can wrestle circles around Bull Dempsey and never get and never get blown up. Well, there's a difference between in shape and ring shape. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, but uh, you know what I mean? They, they, I mean, he's a guy that he's a cat. You know, Joe is like a cat for a three hundred pound man or close for doing the stuff that he did, does, and also as Dean. So, but <laughs> Dempsey is he, he's fucking out of shape. <laughs> I mean, I'm in better shape than him. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Now, next segment is the match uh, I've been waiting to see. It was Charlotte versus uh, Dana Brooke. And Charlotte beat this bitch up really good. And I mean really good. Uh, She speared Dana Brooke almost in half. And uh, she put her in the, the figure eight. And she was close to tap out, but she came to the ropes. There was a rope break. And then uh, I think the finisher setup was that she, she gave her a clothesline in the neck from back, from the back. And she hung over. And then she ran the ropes and gave her the natural selection. So it was a pretty big statement. You know, hey rookie, shut the fuck up. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, you need to watch this. Yeah. Oh, okay, match. Um, uh, and then we had, after that, we had, yeah, Samoa, se- Samoa segment, uh, your segment talking about his upcoming match next week against Rhino. He's talking about, you know, Rhino, you say that you're a stamp, you're your past, the present, and the future, but I, I'm gonna show you that I'm not a, uh, <laughs> Over, over the head, over the head, over the hill guy. I'm gonna show you that I'm still the man. I'm still the submission machine. I'm, I'm still the freaking powerhouse. I'm Samoa Joe. I am pro wrestling. Then we had a match with Kevin Steen on the show, and he faced off against a British guy called Matt Stone. And um, Kevin Steen was not in a happy camper move, uh, mood. Um, he killed the guy in three minutes. Uh, essentially a squash match. Uh, Steen said something. It's, he said, and he pointed to the camera, look, Balor, he said. And he killed the guy with a pop-up powerbomb. Really hard. I mean, that was a fucking stiff powerbomb. Oh man! Uh, I think I think they <laughs> and he the match the match was over one two three. Um, Matt Stone <laughs> rolled outside the ring and uh, Kevin Steen went through the stairs down, and there were guys officials uh, attending Stone, and he was watching. He was like looking at the ramp. Looking at the ring apron, went back, took Matt Stone, put him in the powerbomb position, and powered him the fuck on the ring apron. <laughs> Holy God! You can hear the crack. You can hear the crack in the back. Powerbomb the fuck out of him. 
Yeah, on the ring apron. I don't mean like Cena lose powerbomb. I mean wham, like he did in uh, PWG and Ring of Honor. And he looked pretty goddamn mad, Steen. I mean, he looked pissed. <laughs> oh, God. This is for you, Balor, he said. I wouldn't be and surprised this- if they give him back the belt. Because mm. I know they fucked up with them on Raw, so. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe. And then we have the main event. For the tag team titles, the Vaude Williams versus Blake and Murphy. Uh, match of the night. Uh, I was, I was, I was really, really rooting for the Vaude Williams because uh, they have been very good the last few times I've seen them on television. So I was hoping to them to get the titles because they are the hardest tag team down in NXT now. Uh, the crowd wanted them to win. I wanted them to win, but. At the finish, they were going for the rolling furvish, you know, that uh, yeah. European upper got to the back and neckbreaker. Spin neckbreaker. But Alexa Bliss hooked the leg of uh, Simon Gotch. And Simon Gotch, fucking bitch. <laughs> he didn't say that, but you can imagine him saying. Uh, and Blake, uh, I think it was either Blake or Murphy that uh, picked uh, hooked him for the schoolboy, hold the, uh, his hold his uh, trunks for three seconds. So they they cheated to win, of course. They are the heel team, so well, they need to cheat. Yeah. yeah, to be despicable and hated. And Alexa Bliss uh, stood there, looking good, feeling good for himself. I'm the best woman in the garden world. Eat my pussy. Blah 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 blah. Blake Murphy were in the ring. Enjoying themselves. And Gotch in English, I mean, they got mental. They kicked the shit out of Blake Murphy, throw them out of the ring. And la- and they were alone in the ring, Alexa Bliss. And I was thinking, are they going to do it? Are they gonna- How long has it been since a man hit a woman in WWF, WWE? <laughs> I-, I-, I wanted them to slap her because she... <laughs> I wanted her. That would be fucking awesome. <clears throat> but but they kid- didn't. But not very kid friendly, perhaps. Uh, but she slapped the shit out of those two guys, and you can see those the color was turning hammer red, <laughs> lobster red, in their faces, and you could clearly see they they wanted so badly, badly, badly do something. But I know if they did, they're gonna be repercussions from the big man, you know. That, oh, no, no, we're not about that thing anymore. So they took the slap uh, and let her out. And uh, Blake Murphy closed the show. A good show. Uh, better than last week. So it seems like they're getting their shit together again. NXT. Yeah, NXT as a gear towards that pay-per-view coming really soon. <clears throat> Why don't we get into Friday... Night. Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. I, I don't know why I went back to that. That's what they call them SmackDown nowadays. Fuck it. Let's just get into SmackDown. Uh, 
Fuck. Yeah, have you, that theme um, they did in TA2. I'm pretty excited because uh, WWE games have gotten more and more and more and more and more realistic simulation stuff. And I kind of want something a little bit fun. So hearing Terminators in, I was like, cool, I'll play that. So then why isn't RoboCop in it? Uh, <laughs> well, we don't know that yet. Maybe he will be. Maybe we could have Terminator versus RoboCop. What do you think Arnold has got, got for the, for his wrestling repertoire? <laughs> he's going to no-sell everything. Oh, shit. <laughs> I can see it now. Cena versus Terminator. That's going to be the fucking route they're going to go for WrestleMania 32. Do you think they're going to allow him to have guns? No. Why? Cena's still not going to sell. <laughs> you gotta break his. You got to break his nose in order for him to sell. Yeah, the uh, the one other thing I wanted to mention, I don't know if, if y'all mentioned earlier, was that Daniel Bryan said he was um, cleared to wrestle by his doctor, and his doctor is like a super doctor, super neurologist that handles like hardcore NFL cases. Basically, he, um, the reason he's been out all this time is because he got a concussion, and it wasn't caused by Sheamus. He said he got it in some other match past that one. Um and his doctor says, no, your brain looks great. Um, it's There's no problems. He says WWE is just refusing to let him wrestle right now. And and not that they won't in the future, but he said, I will wrestle again because I'm an independent contractor. And ideally, uh, that means I'll wrestle again, you know, whether, you know, basically he was saying that if he can't eventually get to wrestle in WWE again, then he'll go somewhere else and wrestle because he wants to wrestle. Ring of Honor, New Japan, blah, 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 Lucha. But uh, he he wasn't saying he wanted to leave or anything. It's just he said, this is my passion. This is what I want to do. So please, guys, let me wrestle again. But like, right now he's still working with them, and he's you know he's got the book out. And But, but it gave me hope to hear that you know his doctor – has completely cleared him. It's just getting WWE and their doctors to be like. Yeah, I would like to see Brian Danielson again. I mean, it's it's been a while. I mean, I think I hate to make him wait till after the Royal Rumble, but you know, if he shows up before the Royal Rumble, everybody's gonna want him to win it again. <laughs> it's just like, and it it might be better to wait till after WrestleMania. Like, have him come back the night after WrestleMania or something. That way you can have even more time off. That's a long time. It is, but I mean, you just—I'm just thinking of his health and and how he'll fit into storylines. Now everything can go because the last two years he's been—he's everybody wanted him to win the Royal Rumble and he didn't, and they shat all over the product because of it. And so I mean, you never know, but. It sounds like is all he's got to do is clear one more thing with them, and he's good to go. 
he sounds like he's completely healthy. He says he feels great. I don't have any problems. Doctors cleared me, so. And how how is his arm feeling? His right um, arm. He he said that um, that's been an issue for a long time, but it's 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 as good as it's going to get. Like basically, the average. He said the average human strength in an arm is like a hundred, and he says his. His good arm is like 130, and his bad arm is like 120. <laughs> so he's he's missing a little bit of strength, and he'll never get it back. I mean, the nerve was just – it was severed. and But it's not like he's crippled or anything. He can still use it just fine. And there's plenty of guys in WWE who have permanent injuries that they have to work with. I mean, go, good Lord, look at fucking Undertaker. I mean, <laughs> he's got all kinds of problems going on, and <laughs> – but yeah, he's he's appears to be in the best condition he's going to be in. So you know, you know, Alex, you know what? This is this is too early. But that picture you have of Taker, that should be the one you can have on Halloween or something. Yeah, that picture is great. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't look scary. He does like he looks his, like his eyes are hilarious. Yeah, he, he looks like head. he has a, like a three three uh, three day binge or hangover. <laughs> Yeah, I I, oh, yeah. I saw that picture. I was like, that has to be my picture. That's you know, he, he was he was way more scarier back in '99. It was the Ministry of Darkness. I can tell you that. But that's that. <laughs> I love that picture. <laughs> oh my fucking head! Oh, damn you! Damn you! Damn you, Brock Lesnar! I will kill you. You're you better. Yeah, <laughs> that would be an angle. Well, the last time I'm, he almost did take her. So, yeah, the ultimate angle of all time. Brock Lesnar kills him in New York, in the new Bro- in the Brooklyn arena. <laughs> How anyway, about that? Yeah. Uh, to get on to SmackDown, um, it opened up with uh, Seth Rollins coming down to the ring, and there were lots of replays of. Not only this Raw, but the last Raw, because we had that huge brawl with Taker and <laughs> Lesnar. And um, there was a lot of you tapped out chants because he tapped Cena. And Ron said, and he just smiled. He's like, <laughs> yeah, I tapped out, but guess who's champion? <laughs> He's like, you look, ask if I care. Look, I just broke Cena's nose and I'm still champion. So, fuck you. And, uh, you know, that's, he says, that's all I've been hearing. That's all I've been hearing is you tapped out. That's cute. That's real cute. But I don't care. And, uh, I made Cena into a gruesome, disgusting creature. And it was great. Uh, then Cesaro's music hits. And he interrupts Rollins. And he's like, uh, Rollins, you, you piece of shit. You, you. What are, you, what are you doing out here? You're, all you ever do is talk. You talk, you talk, and you break Cena's nose. Fuck you. Look, why don't we fight? We fight right now. We fight, you know, we were supposed to have a match. We're going to have a match right now. Let's go. And, uh, so they have a match. And, um, uh, it was pretty good. And Kevin Owens, of course, was like, hey guys, uh, 
I think I'm going to interrupt this. I'm just going to get on commentary, though. I'm not going to interrupt and, and fuck up the match or anything, I swear. And uh, so he goes over on commentary, and he's like, He's like, oh man, yeah, this is, this is great. Uh, man, Seth Rollins is awesome. Cesaro fucking sucks. I hate Cesaro. He can't do anything right. Look at that move. What an awful move. Fuck. Do you see that uppercut? I could do that. What a piece of shit move. Do you see that kick? Oh my god, he kicks like a fucking girl. Piece of shit. Man, look at that Seth Rollins though. He's a bad motherfucker. Beat up Cesaro. And, uh, and then he, before the match is over, he jumps in and, and hits, uh, Cesaro and then Rollins and and uh, Owens both start beating him up, and uh, uh, refs have to break it up. And uh, later on, we got uh, after a commercial break, uh, got primetime players on commentary again. It's gonna be mm-hmm. Lost Matadors and the Lucha Dragons versus the New Day and the Ascension, and. Uh, uh, where it is this match where Titus said something that uh, about uh, the Mexican and the Cubans. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, did you know that um, uh, that in real life that uh, Kevin Steen and uh, Tyler Black, Seth Rollins, are good friends? I'm sure they are. That's why he was yeah. trolling. Yeah. And, um... <clears throat> You had uh, you had all those guys in the ring. You had uh, Titus on commentary along with Darren, and uh, Darren has on like old man, uh, like Benjamin Franklin spectacles, like or spectacles. That's not the right word. Uh, <laughs> uh, glasses that are what do they call those old glasses? Bifocals. Yeah, sure, that's it. Uh, he has like these ancient round glasses on and somebody's like uh did you steal those from benjamin franklin he's like no man look i'm gonna be taking notes out here on our tag teams tonight and uh he's like see i wrote down lucha dragons great it great it cheering up the crowd and new day bunch of faggots and uh that's 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 throwing a stone in the glass house yeah uh and then he's like, uh, Ascension, they some big mean dudes with face paint. And, uh, then you got, uh, Titus O'Neill on commentary, and he's like, he, you know, this is, uh, this is, uh, I'm the real dad of the year. I don't know why Kofi was trying to say I wasn't last Monday. But he's a real douchebag, and he's going to get his ass whooped out there. And uh, I'm not going to help him, because fuck that. And uh, you keep notes over there, Darren? Okay, good, you keep notes. You better keep them notes. And uh, it was uh, entertaining just for the commentary. You, you know what you, you sounded like there for a moment? You sounded like that character in uh, uh, Beavis and Butthead. You know, that guy who owns the Winnebago. Are you them two kids that have been whacking off in my trailer? <laughs> you sound exactly like that guy. I think it's called Mr. Anderson or something. Are you them two kids that been whacking off in my trailer? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't. The uh, Lost Matadors and Lucha Dragons win. 
And uh, then they show Kevin Owens backstage. He's not talking. And then uh, because there's somebody trying to interview him, and he's like, look, look, Kevin, Kevin, you have a match. And he's like, what the fuck do you mean I have a match? He's got his fucking bags, and he's like leaving. He's like, the authority just informed me you, you have a match. You, 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 you got to go. You got to go into your match. He's like, man, this is fuck you bullshit. <laughs> and he's just like, look. Look, I'm gonna fuck somebody up tonight. I'm gonna fuck him up, and whoever, I'm gonna fuck up. I'm gonna fuck up Cesaro. This is gonna be me and Seth Rollins versus Cesaro, and somebody that Cesaro picks. Whoever it is, I'm gonna beat their ass. And uh, they have a uh, Becky Lynch promo um, after they get back from the commercial, Ooh. and uh, I don't even remember what it was about. And I can't. And she's Irish anyway, so she's like. I, I am Irish and, and I'm a girl and I'm, I'm female Seamus. Yay! Fella. Um, she's hot though. Oh yeah. I like her goggles. <laughs> she looks like a steampunk chick. I don't know if that's what she's going for or not. Um. It's kind of the idea. What, what did she say? Steampunk. Steampunk. Uh huh. And what's that? It's like a genre um, for movies and games and cartoons and stuff. Ah, okay, okay. Where it's basically like set in a time period around the time Abraham Lincoln was around, except it's more futuristic because they found a way to make steam, uh, make jetpacks and like Gatling guns. And <laughs> all right, all <laughs> like, right. Like right, they found right. a way to make futuristic stuff using steam. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they always have goggles and and stuff like that, and th- that she just she looks like a steampunk chick. Mm-hmm. Um, you tap that ass. Absolutely. Awesome. Um, they have a Wyatt family promo, and uh, and of course there's smoke everywhere because what do you think they're doing up there? <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, do you really think they're smoking that? <laughs> oh, man. You have any <laughs> idea how good this stuff is, Harper? Damn, where'd you get this? And Harper's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I got this down the road from uh, an old place I used to call the Sexy Ranch. And uh, anyway... They have the promo, and uh phrase like, uh, anyone but you, Roman, anyone but you, and he, and he gives it the, he gives the mic, or there's, you don't see the mic, but Luke Harper says, you know, I used to be lost, I used to be, I used to be nowhere, I used to be nothing, but now here I am with Bray Wyatt, and I'm back, I'm better, and I'm going to do anything for Bray. He's like he's like my brother. He's str- he's he's closer than my brother. I, I don't think that Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose are as close as we are, and I don't think they can stick up for each other for the way we can. So you better hope you guys get this all understood before we have our match. And uh, then Rusev's music hits. And he makes his way out to the ring, and uh, we got the footage of Summer Rae and Lana and Take the Fish. Take it. Uh, wow. 
Take yeah. the fish. Take the fish. Did you hear that shot? Fish. What? Somebody shot a gun or a cannon or something. God damn. I didn't hear anything. Take the oh, fish. Oh, no. Take the fish. Take the fish. <laughs> Take it. Take it, Summer. Take the fish. And, uh, hot summer. <laughs> that reminds me, um, on, uh, Twitter, Rusev had, like, the best fucking tweet. Some, he said, he said, uh, my mother, she was talking about John Cena, about how he has broken nose. She won't shut up about it, so I stopped talking to her. <laughs> it was just great. Who needs mother when I have hot summer ray? I have fish. <laughs> I just love it. it says she won't talk she won't stop talking about John Cena so I quit talking to mother they, they go, they go, they're gonna they're gonna turn Ruth a baby face take the fish take the fish he's gonna be a com- comedic actor a comedic guy take the fish take the fish <laughs> 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 uh, he's gonna have a t-shirt soon that says take the fish take the fish yeah um Anyway, he's out there to speak for a moment, and it's like, Lana, your your behavior on Raw, very unprofessional, very unprofessional. As a proud Bulgarian, you are a piece of shit, not even real Russian, whatever you are, go fuck yourself, take the fish. And, uh, uh, I'm not jealous, you are jealous, you wish you, wish you some array, that is all it is. And, uh... He says, uh, maybe after match, we go and walk. Me and Hot Summer take Dog Ziggler for a walk later and lay down on a blanket. And then, and then Jack Swagger's music hits. And well, I think we all know Jack Swagger's gonna lose. Um, he gets a huge hometown pop cause they're in, uh, Oklahoma. But that's, uh, Jack Swagger and Rusev have a uh, match. Rusev obviously wins. But Jack manages to beat him up after the match just for the sake of the hometown. Crowd. Where has Jack Swagger been all this time? Who cares? <laughs> He's serving probably been smoking pot. Serving his DUI. He's probably been smoking pot and, and yeah. Wasn't he suspended or something? A long, no. long time ago. Yeah. I'm, I'm certain that guy gonna be cut soon or something. Oh. Um, they have another promo backstage with Cesaro, and uh, they ask uh, who his partner's going to be. He's like, you know what? I got myself into this, so if if I have to fight alone, I'm fine with that. But if anyone wants to join me, I'm fine with that too. But I grabbed that brass ring, so this is this is all my fight. I'm I'm proud to go out there and fight both men at the same time, and. Uh, so he goes out to have a match. Well, not yet, but he's, he's on his way to have the match. Um, they have Stardust versus R-Truth. I mean, well, obviously Stardust wins this. And then uh, Stardust calls out Neville. And, uh, uh, well, first he just starts saying, Oh, Neville! You, you, you hero of mine! <sighs> Oh my god, my face pain is so beautiful! Neville, we need to have babies together! Neville, I'm gonna beat up our truth if you don't get out here! Uh, uh, uh. Neville! Neville comes out oh. there, and uh, 
Neville chases him into the crowd. We see Sheamus backstage. And, um, uh, I think it's Renee Young interviewing him. But he's like, well, fella, you know how it is being Irish. I got one brog kick and another brog kick. And I'm going to kick some arse tonight. I don't even care who it is. It's probably Randy Orton because it's always Randy Orton. <laughs> and I'm going to kill Randy Orton. And uh, that Kevin Owens fella, he's fat and short, but I like him. He's a nice guy, even though I hate short people. But uh, rogue kicks, fella. And uh, uh, he says basically that, you know, it's all Randy's fault. He's just getting uh, revenge. So they're going to have another match with Sheamus and Randy at SummerSlam, I guess. Um, well, here's an obvious idea. Put the, put the briefcase on the line in that match. It's a novel idea. Yeah, it's not bad. Anyway, uh, they had a commercial break. And you have Seth Rollins going to the ring. If Kevin Owens going to the ring, Gus Cesaro, then who will his mystery partner be? Tune in next week. To, uh, Cesaro is like, he's ready to go at it. He's like, yeah, bring it on. And then Dean Ambrose music hits. I was like, okay, sure, why not? Uh, he and, I, and at first I was like, I don't know what this has to do with anything. I was like, oh, yeah, obviously he hates Seth Rollins. We just beat his ass. So that's pretty much what happens. They have a good match out there. Um... It starts out with a brawl, uh, turns into more of a match as it goes on, and, uh, and, uh, near the end it becomes a brawl again because, uh, well, that's just how it turned out, and, uh, it was a, it was a good match, uh, Dean Ambrose and Cesaro won, and, uh, the, they're out I must there celebrating in the ring, and then uh, Kevin Owens grabs the stairs, and he's all frustrated, and he's like, "Fuck everything, fucking Americans!" And did did, did Ambrose had any? Um, did he uh, did he and Steen had any moments in the in the match? Them too. Did they um, work with each other in the match, throwing punches or kicks or? Did they wrestle each other during the match? They I'm something? sure they did, but I don't think there was anything like that stood major. out. Not, as nothing being... major. Yeah. Okay. I heard a lot of rumors about possibly Dean Ramrose and uh, maybe Steen down the line. Yeah, that was the end of SmackDown. All right. Well, I think that's... Pretty much going to do it for this week's episode of Beyond the Mat. We do have one uh, fan that reached out and spoke to me, and these were his thoughts on pretty much WWE. Uh, he said this, and he knows who he is. Uh, going to go ahead and say it. Probably not going to watch SummerSlam. I just don't care about any of the matches at this point, even if Sting happens. I mean, I don't think I can stomach another John Cena underdog win. I know, I don't know why I'm so against it. Maybe the frustrations with NXT talent bookings on Raw is adding up. But hey, at least Wyatt won one. 
That is until Sting comes in and bruises him, buries him at SummerSlam, which I have mixed feelings on. Cena needs to feud with Cesaro and drop the belt to him or Ambrose at SummerSlam. Rollins needs to have his rematch with Ambrose. Reigns is good in a good spot with Wyatt. Owens needs to go over Orton. If he is not in a Stardust Ziggler, he, if not, he's in Stardust Ziggler territory. Ziggler just needs to go to ROH and everyone currently on NXT needs to stay the hell put. Don't get me started on Taker. I love you, but it's time to hang it up. Um, those were, that was from a fan. Uh, I spoke to him. I think it was on Tuesday. Those were his comments. And, uh, yes, that's a casual fan or a hardcore fan who listens to the show. And those are his opinions going forward. So, way to go, WWE. He, sound, he sounded way bitter to me. I mean, he sounded like he, everything is uh, way up shit creek for the most. Well,. Everything I'm sure for certain sucking. fans, it's kind of getting, you know, eye roll territory. But yeah, who knows? Um, do do as we all do. I mean, on this show. I mean, just watch and see what's happened next week and following week, and what's what's the payoffs gonna be? I mean, why be jaded? Because we know what we like to watch. Yeah, but. Uh, I was bitter a long time ago too, but uh, I'm I'm more of a uh, I, I have accepted sort of some things that I mean I can't change. I mean there's there's this thing in the product in WWE that I don't like for the moment. It it, it, it has nothing to do with blood, cherry shots, and sex on TV, but uh, there's some carty aspect of the show that needs to go away to, to be uh, to be more serious. Well, well, you know, that's just, again, one... You know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's just one yeah. fan's opinion. I figure I'll read it out for everyone to hear that, yeah, we still have fans. You know, I probably piss all of them off, but that's all right. <laughs> if I offend you, as we spoke earlier in the day, don't tell somebody about it. You stop being a fucking pussy on my Facebook. That's going to do it all for this week's episode of Beyond the Mat. We will see and you I got all. And I got no hate mail. No, no hate mail. What's the writing in here? We'll see you all, all right. next week. We'll see you then.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.